Welcome to PowerPlay. I'm Caitlin Bruder, but in Port Ruby, I'm Benny Beckett. What you're about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash qtimes, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and welcome to the penultimate episode of PowerPlay Season 3. Um, we are all in shock. Honestly, these seasons go so fast. I feel like it's like just getting started and all of a sudden it's like, and now it's all over. Um, I am Rick Bud, your Game Master, and uh, these amazing folks here uh, are um, Omar Najam, our Vion Bigger, uh, Caitlin Bruder, our Benny Beckett, Sam Delev, our Cadrax, and B. Zelda, our Ulez Galley. We greet you. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, as usual, I want to throw a special thanks out to Jake and Lauren and the mods and everybody at QTimes. Uh, we could not do what we do if you did not do what you do. So we thank you. And we, we love you. And uh, yeah, your subs and your bits help support QTimes. And your donations to the tip jar uh, help support the people you see on the screen. That is our Feed the Cast Fund. And uh, to that end, we have some rewards. And uh, as usual, here's how they work. If we get to $50 tonight, the team gets a point of community determination. They need it super bad because there is no determination on the board right now. Not a single player has a single point, And the community bank is empty. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been rough. Um, and uh, if we get to $150, uh, the Mysterious Benefactor, you know that uh, in our game, the team has a Mysterious Benefactor who sends them gifts. Outside of the game, we know that that Mysterious Benefactor is you, the chat. And so far this season, you have given our team a pair of power nullification handcuffs, four medium-range earpiece communicators, state-of-the-art lab equipment, state-of-the-art computer system with a green shell and a weird old monochrome kind of monitor thing uh, for some reason, a doggy flying kit that's got like doggles and a doggy aviator cap, a state-of-the-art tool kit, a pair of single-use x-ray specs, an advanced medical kit, and a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, oh, wait, no, not that last one, but everything else. And tonight, if we get to $150, the team gets a one-time use of Destiny Bendiction's Crystal Ball. Yes, our mysterious benefactor went to Destiny Shop in Las Vegas and bought a crystal ball that gives you a one-time use of level eight precognition. Ooh. Now, yes, Vion could cast precognition and try and learn stuff, but Vion can't get anywhere near a level eight. Level eight is like barring the worst roles in the universe or the highest uh, challenge that you can give it almost a certainty to find out what your future will be. So that is, if we get to $150, Destiny Ben Dixon's Crystal Ball. Thank you, Destiny, wherever you are. And uh, if we get to $250, our After Credits lore drop, um, which uh, is a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe. Only two more lore drops this season, because only two more episodes this season. But... Uh, yeah, I promise uh, it, it's a good one. And uh, you can always see these tiers in chat by um, with the, using the command unlocks. Uh, and if you can't help us out by donating, uh, you can help us out by liking and commenting on YouTube videos or helping share our tweets and promote the show and stuff. We really appreciate all that. Uh, and we really appreciate all the fan art. Oh my God, there's been so much amazing fan art this week. All the covers- Can I talk about for... my favorite? Because I'm yes. biased. Well, yes. that's sitting in the chair with our little feet. Ah! Uh... Lemon I twist. screamed at my phone, screamed yeah. at it. Like, I it, loved it. I need adorable. that. I need to like, get it printed. It needs to go on my wall. I need to look at it every day. Like, thank you. We, <laughs> thank we might you have so to much. get B one of these big, gigantic chairs to sit in now. Yes. Um, 
yeah thank you lemon twitch for that and thank you everybody who made like the covers for the for the vion book those oh my god nice. librarian liz all those covers and and, and uh, lemon twitch did one and it's like they're all so cool um you know and uh, check out vion's book in the discord if you haven't checked it out yet and um where, where was I? Uh, yeah. yeah, you can get PowerPlay merchandise, uh, T-shirts and stickers with Kate's amazing power, uh, character art and uh, the logo. Yep, there it is, made by our uh, good buddy Hector Lowe. Yep, and there's the other one. Uh, and uh, there's stickers and there are T-shirts, and uh, that's all available at the Q Times Teespring store. Jake will punk that link into the chat for you. And the game we play here is called Icons. It is published by Ad Infinitum Adventures. It was created by a cool dude named Steve Kenson. Find him on Twitter at S. Kenson. The book edition that I have pictured here uh, is published by Green Ronin. I don't know if they got them back in stock, but I think you can get like PDFs printed and there is a, a, a PDF version of it. It's a great game. Definitely check it out. Please follow the show at Powerplay RPG on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with all the stuff that we're all doing all, all over the place. And uh, Powerplay is now available as a podcast for the podcast inclined. Find it wherever fine pods are casted. Can I and add one more thing about us yeah. being a podcast? I got to yeah. be a, talk about a panel on how to monetize your podcast. And I got to like throw down like, you make contact, do you, do you stream? Powerplay is a stream and we also turn it into a podcast. You should listen to us. So like we might get 30 new, at least 30 new listeners, you know, no Ooh. big deal. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep an eye on that. And I'm going to listen to that thing about how to monetize your podcast. Because, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know a lot about that, honestly. Um, and, uh, yeah, that is the announcements. Time for this season's penultimate power play. Welcome back. Um, so I'm going to do the previously on power play. This one's going to be a tiny bit longer than normal because, um, you know, as we get to the end of the season, I want to try and recap everything that is pertinent as we go into these last two episodes, because, you know, we kind of see these last two episodes as almost a two part finale uh, in some ways. So it's like, this is almost, you know, in a way, the beginning of the finale. So I just want everyone to kind of be on the ball players. And I want the, you know, people watching to remember everything that's pertinent. So, previously on power play. The team was hired to investigate the death of Baronsdale-based private investigator Max McCray, who had been shot by security guards while breaking into the Perfecto building for reasons unknown. They headed to the scene of the crime to investigate and quickly learned that the server farm Perfecto was passing off as Orson, the AI that Perfecto had recently sold to Port Ruby to manage all of its administrative functions, was actually a fake. Now, meanwhile, just up the block, Port Ruby Police Headquarters was being attacked by a superpowered giant who calls himself Big Problem. Our heroes were able to defeat and capture Big Problem, who revealed he had been paid for the attack by an unknown person. A day or so later, Vion, Ulez, and Kadrax responded to a burglar alarm at Max McRae's former office, where they found an intruder had taken some files about a company called Lockhall Technologies, as well as a file on one of Max's clients, a woman named Gabrielle Yates. The team met with Miss Yates, who revealed she had hired Max to find the body of her sister, who eventually turned out to be Maria Serrano, an 11-year-old girl 
who had died in 1931, but wasn't actually in the grave she was believed to be buried in. Around the same time, City Hall was attacked by Hypothermia, a supervillain with cold powers who also turned out to be hired by the same unknown person who hired Big Problem. Our heroes managed to defeat Hypothermia, but before they could get back on the McCray investigation, they were framed for planting a bomb in the Perfecto building garage. The team went on the run as fugitives until Vion turned himself in and managed to get task force leader Detective Noah Rose to admit he was doing the bidding of someone who wanted the four of them out of the way. Meanwhile, Kadrax, Benny, and Ulez returned to the Perfecto building where they learned that the person who had broken into Max McCray's office and stolen his files was Perfecto Security Chief Colm Cowan. While they were there, Ulez was almost captured by the police, but was saved by a mysterious speedster who left them a phone that connected Ulez to someone who eventually turned out to be Orson. The team also found their way into the safe of Perfecto CEO Julian Court, where they found digitized copies of the stolen files about Gabrielle Yates and Lockhall Technologies. The files revealed the story of Maria Serrano's death and pointed the team towards an old building in Baronsdale that was once the headquarters of Hollingward Industries, a long defunct company that had been acquired by Lockhall Technologies, the company that Max was looking into. The team went to the Hollingward building where they found an incredibly old phonograph, which turned out to be the journal of a scientist named Eric Yorty. He had recorded his experiences helping Dr. Walter Orson in creating the machine that would one day become the Orson AI. Only it wasn't actually an artificial intelligence because according to Dr. Yorty, Dr. Orson infused the machine with his own brain and nervous system. But before our heroes could figure out what to do with this information, the halls of the building were swarmed by zombies. Kadrax picked up the team and lifted off toward the ceiling. And that is where we pick up. As um, the four of you hang in the air. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. Say, I was as, just going to say, oh, heck. Yeah, that is appropriate. I concur. Um, as the four of you hang in the air, the zombies swarm beneath you. You are well out of their reach. They are reaching up, kind of trying to grasp at you. And as you watch, they start knocking each other down, stepping on each other, climbing on each other's backs. And a pile begins to form as the zombies climb onto the pile and it starts becoming higher and higher. Oh, yes. I've seen uh, arthropods do this. Oh, we don't like this very much. It's rather intimidating. Okay, do they look like bo like bones and, and like decayed dead yeah. people? Or do they look like just like people who are a little grungy? No, they, they like, let's go with the full like walking, you know, decayed corpses kind of look. Okay. So if I punch one with fire, I probably shouldn't, I won't feel bad about it. <laughs> Maybe being a person who probably could have been a person again. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out here. <laughs> You've got free agency to do that one. It's not the reason we might feel bad. That is not the reason. 
Please proceed. Oh, I wasn't going to take any action. I just wanted to know what they looked like. <laughs> uh, hey, Doc, are you picking up any heartbeats on them? It is, is it? very, very, very loud in here. There are many noises, many groans. Uh, I can roll to try to pick up heartbeat. Uh, uh, Rick? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, sure. Yeah. A uh, complex task roll. I mean, this is, like, it's a good point. Like, what the medicine is happening here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the midst of all of the groans and the sound of bodies on top of bodies, Cadrax will isolate frequencies in the air, use active cancellation against the rest, modulating in real time to try to find uh, those heartbeats as they have become more skilled in the use of their power. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Noises like this. These wow. are the ones we don't hear. <laughs> the zombies bark at you like little dogs. <laughs> 13. 13. Um, you don't detect heartbeats. You feel like you're you know, your power successfully, you know, you can hear everything else. If there were heartbeats, I would hear them. Yeah. You hear the absence of heartbeats. Yes. Um, the pile's getting higher, though. Do we know how we want to proceed? How, what is the, like, are they just single stacking? How wide is the stack slash how large is the warehouse? If they stack on a point and we fly over there, do they need to then restack? Yeah, they, they would. Yeah, think yeah. of it as like, they are essentially just like, you know, pushing each other down and, you know, starting to climb on the pile and then others push those down. So it's like, you know, maybe like a six or seven foot circle of, you know, zombies on the floor trying to get up with other zombies playing on top of them bit by bit. You know, it's like just kind of... Caprox will play the space a little bit. Uh, with their allies in order to buy time to observe and think. Uh, because, as as we might have discussed, uh, this is not a phenomenon that Cadrax is aware of or has observed before. And they did educate themselves very thoroughly in human medicine. So this is disquieting. Um, are they... We have decayed corpses. What are they wearing? What do they look like? They're like tattered clothes. It looks like the, you know, whatever these people were wearing is, you know, like like their flesh and bone long since started to decay away. Are they all in various stages of decomposition? They all look pretty similar, actually. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, would Beyond and Ulez have watched any zombie films at any point? Like they tell me. Dawn of the Dead? Is that the popular Yeah, one? yeah, we would have watched Night of the Living Dead for sure. Okay. Um, like one or two Romero classics. But some of them get a little bit gory, so I think that for fun we'd probably watch, uh, like, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yes, okay. Because <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out how Ulez would assess this. You know, it's like, again, it's intimidating if it's a threat, but, what, like, 
somebody who's never seen zombies, how do you take that in? Especially when they're doing this gross, like, body pile thing. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And while you're uh, hanging there in the air, Cadrax, <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to say you hear music. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm going to give you a point of determination because... Drop only... everyone into zombies. Cool. <laughs> no, you only drop... Benny, uh, who falls to the ground, and Benny, that fall is so scary, it releases oh my gosh. the fire closest kept. So you just burst into flames as you like fall towards the ground. Um, some of the zombies immediately back off from the fire, but because of how hot your flame gets, the floor... And some of the boxes on the shelves in the aisle that you fell in are starting to catch on fire. So you also get a point of determination. Okay, well, if possible, I'd like to take an action. Or yeah. am I? Okay, um, I want to use fire control to bring that fire back to me, please. <laughs> okay, give me a fire control roll. Okay. Do, 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 do. Oh, okay, okay, that's a 10. A 10, okay, I actually Metro. said, because because I figured you were rattled, I actually set the threshold on this pretty high, but a 10 is still a moderate success, so it's like you are able to sort of, it, it takes a little concentration, but you are able to pull the flames back into you and extinguish the fire before it becomes too big a deal. I wanna pull it all like from like the ground and stuff that it's caught on, like, so it comes like down to the ground and then I'm gonna have the fire for like kind of, extinguish on her too to stop to just hands uh okay to, that's what i would like to do but if i can't do that right now i can do that later <laughs> if that's more um, of the action you are able to suck in the fire fairly quickly and then you are kind of wrestling you know with your power to get your own flame okay. to go out while she is doing that does anybody else want to do anything cadrax you're distracted for a moment um I'm actually going to cast Force Field onto Benny. Ooh. Uh, okay, hang on. Do, 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 do. Damage resistance equal to its power level. And your power level uh, as of this week for magic is five, beyond. So... Give me a magic roll. Great. I'd love to. Here we go. This is eight plus uh, 10. That will get your force field working. Uh, the spell has come on. Now uh, give me a roll uh, to cast force field on Benny. Perfect. So this is five plus roll. That's going to be five plus. So that's eight. Eight. Oh, uh, Okay, that's a moderate success. Um, so, Benny, you've got a force field. I don't can't tell you quite how long it'll last, but while it does last, it gives you five points of damage resistance. Uh, and as soon as Vion casts it, it kind of surrounds you, and the zombies kind of they're kind of like 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 clawing at it. Beyond, should I be concerned that if I am bitten by one of these, that I will also turn into one? 
You know, Ulez, that's actually a very good question. Um, it depends what kind of zombies these are, really. Oh, how may we assess this? I have seen many. Well, I think I can count three films that involve these species, and I am not yet entirely sure what the commonalities are other than disease and it is transmissible through their saliva. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's do a quick uh, vibe check with them. Uh, hey, brains, brains. <laughs> Just want to see if they if they react to that. Oh, brains? brains. Something they're interested in. Yes. Um, <clears throat> brains. Brains. Hey, I brains. Have... Oh, I don't. Um, we had and like they're gonna gesture to be on. We have some brains here. Brains. Yeah, well, <laughs> debatable. Um... Brains. <laughs> they they do not seem to react towards your offer of brains <laughs> okay these might be manufactured zombies that's one thing oh. i'm thinking like they, they've been made to do this it doesn't look like they're kind of like like you said like that like that virus of like oh. ravenous wanting i think that maybe they were made for something they seem aggressive but they don't seem uh bitey yet i'll glance down and see how they're kind of coming at benny are uh, they, they bitey are at all they are surrounding that force field and kind of like clawing at it and trying to kind of get through it. But no um, biting. But, no biting, huh? Uh, they're not trying to bite the force field. Um, well, I would. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why we love you, field. B. Um, <laughs> and it's not just your awesome looking hair. Uh, <laughs> also because you bite force fields. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, um, they, they, they don't seem to be trying to bite the force field as far as you can tell. They're just kind of trying to smash their way through it almost like they maybe don't, don't even perceive that it's quite there, you know, and just can't quite understand why they can't advance any further, but, but they just keep trying to very kind of mindlessly. Okay. So these aren't like uh, hyper intelligent zombies. Um, oh. So this is kind of like that, like meandering crowd sort of zombie. Ah, yes. Very akin um, to what we saw in Shaun of the Dead. Exactly. Um, you know, in fact, I wonder, I, I might be able to just like phase through them and find out where they came from. Oh, I could wait. Um, and they're going to look over at, like, Cadrax. Um, they are not with us at the moment. I have seen this before. Yeah. Hey, Doc, you all right? This happens sometimes, and they are not often able to assist in the situation. Like, did Betty decide to go down, or were they dropped? Uh, no, I think, I think she was dropped. Are you okay down there? For now? And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, we should probably help Benny, huh? Let's do that first real quick. Okay, as long as Cadrax is in the air, they will be okay. I, I, I worry for them, though. Yeah, can we... So, we're, uh, we're can we, like, push off a wall or something and glide? Uh, okay, you're probably like not box? really near a wall. Uh -huh. You know, yeah. you're, you're kind of just, like, in the air over an aisle. Um, okay. Yeah, that's not great. We should probably... Uh, yeah. I say, here's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm thinking, let's just do a little tag team right now. Because oh. I, 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 right now I've got a force field around Benny. Let's, mm -hmm. Ulas, why don't we drop down and, and do you mind blasting some of these zombies out of the way? Because if they start piling up, there's not a whole lot we can do. So let's, let's kind of try to form a perimeter. Let's join Benny and see if we can clear space for the dock so that there's no one like attacking ah, them. Yeah. That is a very good idea. Before we kind of wiggle our way out of Cadrax's arms, I, yeah. I must ask, you had mentioned that you, the idea of these zombies being manufactured, is it something akin to how um, Reuben would turn people to stone? Is there a power that we can turn humans to undead humans? 
That's a really good question, actually. Uh, oh, I don't know the answer rational? to that, but yeah, that's that's a good get. That's a great hypothesis you got there. Thank that's you. That's something I'm worth exploring. Working on my investigation. Yeah, it's very good. Very good. Okay, ready? All right, we're gonna. In fact, we can just phase right out of the doc's arms. Oh, um, okay. So, all right, here we go, and uh, I'm gonna. Phasing phase. is free, so the two of you kind of fall to the floor. Uh, it's, you know, it's a little bit of a jostle, but uh, I'm not going <laughs> to take any uh, damage for either of you because you were prepared for it. Um, and, uh, yeah, you kind of fall right to the ground, right next to kind of where Benny is inside the force field, and you are very quickly surrounded by zombies. I blast them. Well, roll your initiative. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, if I must. Okay. Ooh. Six. Um, how's a six for you? <laughs> uh, Friends for <okay>. life. <laughs> so that gives we both rolled six. So Ulez, your coordination is a four. Vion, your coordination is three. So Ulez, you go first, then Vion, then the zombies. Uh, oh, and Benny, you also got a six. Oh my god! Uh, they got seven. a seven. seven. Oh, you got a seven. Okay, so Benny, you go first, then Ulez, then Vion, then the zombies. I don't want to go first. Uh, <laughs> um, is it a whole action to not be on fire, or can I just do that? I don't know. Don't know if I've ever done that reverse. Mm. Uh, oh, I would say by now you have managed to suck your flames in. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I would like to thank you, Sam, for the visual. Uh, I just want to body slam some zombies away from my friends. <laughs> just like a full shoulder check. <laughs> uh, with aura, without aura? No, no, I'm not on fire. I'm okay. inside of a building that so seems to catch fire very easily. <laughs> All right, give me a prowess roll. Okay. Okay, can I add kickboxing to this? Yeah. Okay. That is... Oh, I can do math. 14. <laughs> um, okay, that'll be plenty because these zombies are slow and they have terrible coordination. Cool. So you, yeah, just plow into one that's near you and push it back and the kind of a whole row of zombies behind them just all just kind of like fall back like dominoes. But there are still a lot of them, yeah. you know, up and down the aisle. I just want to give my friends space to work. <laughs> yeah, I would say you've given them, that. you know, mm -hmm. they, they got, they, they, they've got like a foot now. Cool. Uh, that brings up Ulez. I blast them around Benny. All right. Tilt to the left a little bit. Ulez, your light blast. I haven't used it in so long, it feels like. I just use it to like heal myself. Yeah, it others. doesn't have a burst, so it's like, okay, right, just, you know, we'll, we'll say you're just gonna blast one in front of you and, and judging on the strength of the blast, I'll, I'll see if, you know, that one manages to take out any other, but. Okay. Uh, Give me, give me your light blast roll. Okay, real bright in here for a little bit. Oops, nice. Cat save the dice. That makes a 10. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you absolutely just blast the crap out of that thing, and it just goes flying back, and just like Benny's, you know, check, it, it, it knocks down a bunch of the ones behind it as, it, as, as it's hit backwards. But in, in an unusual turn of events for you, um, you do not feel any stamina come back through the beam. Oh, heck. 
Oh. I am not very revitalized after that. Hmm. Um, it, it should be noted that they may not possess the life that I can also drain. I, I could not receive... I wouldn't call it stamina. Um, I could not receive the normal energy as I do when I perform this maneuver. Okay, well, that, then they're dead zombies. All right, here we go. Oh, yes, um, confirmed. Great, that's good to know. That's good to know, because you never know. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's very good to know. Um, we got the heartbeat check, and we got that check. Uh, great. Um, I mean, you both are heavy hitters. I'm not too worried about it. So I'm going to go ahead and I'd like to do two things, I guess, if I can. I would like to ghost. Okay, you can do that. Um, or I might have actually already been technically because we phased. Oh, you ghost when you address. fell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I am going to step away um, from Ulez and I am going to. So there's like two groups that have been pushed down a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, hey, hey, check me out. Look at me. Look at me. Everyone, eyes on me. Eyes on me. Here we go. Eyes on me. Eyes on me. You know that what I'm talking about? If you can hear me, uh, clap twice. If you can hear me, clap twice. And I want to run like to that group while I'm still phased and try to get their attention and get them to follow me. Okay. Make a willpower roll. Okay. Can I add performance to this? Um, I'm doing the Shaun of the Dead bit. Okay. Sure. All right, five plus, come on, big money, five, ten. Yeah, you start, yeah, yeah, hey, 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 trying to make a big deal. Uh, Kadrax, that kind of breaks through your malaise there, and, and you, you hear his yelling and screaming and kind of come back too. Uh, and at the same time, uh, a bunch of the zombies kind of turn and sort of start, <laughs> like, lurching towards Vion. Yeah, come on, here we go, here we go, come on, come on, come on. I, I'm, I'm Vincent Price, come on, come on, everyone around me. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Last Man on Earth, here we go, you know? They made it into Will Smith movie later. Come on, let's go, let's go, come on, let's go. Not about a vaccine, actually, it's about a virus. Get the vaccine, get vaccinated, come on, come on. And uh, I'm, like, waving them to, like, follow me. And I'm going to turn sort of, like, where they came from a little bit, if I have a sense of that. Uh, you saw them emerge from the ends of the aisles. Um, mm. So it's, uh, I, I'll say it's like, you know, if, if you sort of try and turn and, 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 you know, it's like you're kind of leading one group past the other group. Um, Great. Do me a favor, make a coordination roll. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, three plus two, five. <laughs> Ooh. Um, you, well, you're phased, right? Yeah. So... You are fine, yeah. And it's like you kind of lead them past, and it's like the, the zombies kind of, you know, start swarming, you know, towards each other now as the ones, the ones coming from, you know, say the, the north side of the aisle are now colliding with the ones coming from the south side of the aisle who are following you. Mm. Um, and you, uh, you, you run down to the end of the aisle where there is, you know, sort of another aisle going in the other direction. Um, and, and you turn and you see that, this aisle is also swarming with zombies. In fact, they—they they, it seems like it's its the whole warehouse floor. Do I see... I'm going to look around. Do I see an opening or anywhere that they could have come from? Um, make an intellect roll. Okay. Can I add investigation? Yeah. Great. So this is going to be... Oh, I am told we unlocked seven. the first tier. <sighs> Thank, Thank you so much, everybody. You now have one point of very valuable community determination. And uh, the next tier is the Mysterious Benefactor, the single-time use of Destiny Ben Dixon's Crystal Ball. I'm excited. Worth it just to vex Fion. <laughs> for, for Dale's birthday, she gives us a gift. Yes! <laughs> That's right. 
He didn't wish happy birthday to Dale this week. Go. Happy birthday, Dale. Happy Dale. That's birth. good. Yeah, it's very Lord of the Rings like that, her favorite book series. Um, so just kidding. I think her favorite book series is Twilight. Um, I believe I got seven. Um, you got a seven. You don't see anywhere that they could have come from. Okay. Um, I'll still keep trying to pull them away from my friends. I'm like, come on, let's go. Leave room for the Holy Ghost. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, that, that, that has seemed to have worked to a certain sense. They have sort of cleared away from Benny and Ulas uh, for the most part. Cool. Um, and that being the case, it is now the zombies turn to attack. They try to attack you, but you're phased. So I'm not even going to bother to roll. They don't have any defense towards that. Kadrax, you're up. They appear to be attacking my allies, yes? What does Benny's face look like? Um, this is, this is my thermometer of a situation. Oh yeah, conflicted. So to speak. Yeah, I think she doesn't really know what to do here. <laughs> so I think conflicted. All right. But she has put herself in front of Ula's kind of, or like at least near Ula's. But yeah, she does, she seems to kind of not, she's not on fire anymore and she isn't really sure what to do right now. This is very confusing to me. I'm I'm not from around here. <laughs> um, so you're playing a trouble against yourself. I mean, I'll pass because it doesn't seem like we're doing either violence or surgery. Okay, Kadrax. or we haven't come to a conclusion about either of the two. You earn yourself a second point. And of I don't know what zombies are. You have Abigail. Mm-hmm. Oh, Abigail would not have shown the horror movies. We talked about this in pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I don't know what zombies are. They're things that were formerly dead that came back now. Reanimated corpses. Like you. Know, you. Regular. That was... <laughs> I don't have to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, Cadrax, a little confused, hangs at the ceiling, um, which brings us back to Benny. <laughs> I still don't want to go. Um, okay. Uh, where are they all? Like they're all away from us now, right? Uh, yeah, for the most part, they are. They are all sort of. Uh, uh, you know, I assume Vion is still making his noises and trying to call him, them towards him, uh, and uh, they have you know kind of trying to follow him down the aisle. And so there may be a couple of scragglers around you, but they're 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 not super interested in you at the moment. Okay. Well. I think she's still not 100% sure what we're supposed to do with this. And she heard Ula say, <laughs> what if they're just someone had a power that turned people into zombies? And now she's really stressed out about that. But they didn't like seem to like the fire. So she's going to just start hands, hands, arms on fire again, just to be like deterrent should they come close again. And I think she'll just start walking forward. Maybe we'll corral them somewhere. But yeah, she's just going to start on fire, try to start on fire and start walking forward. Okay. Um... But not whole body because I don't want to start the floor on fire again. <laughs> Your aura comes right on with a confidence that you are not used to. Um, I'm going to, we are now going to remove your limit of being unpredictable. Uh, from now on, you can just turn the aura on and off at will. Uh, I worked so hard for that. It's still unpredictable, yes. but in other ways, but it, it no longer is unpredictably doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, so you flame on. And uh, as you sort of walk towards the zombies, you know, I guess coming up kind of behind them as they face Vion, it's like they, they, they you know, they, they kind of start to clear you a path. 
Uh, I don't need to, to go into them. Him. I just kind of, kind of like a, I want to like sheepdog zombies, <laughs> like sheep herd. All right, make yeah. a um, willpower. Willpower? Roll. Okay. Can I add my aura <laughs> to this? No, I don't think so. Okay. Just thought I'd ask. Okay, let's see. Let's go roll this guy. Oh hell yeah, that's twelve. That's and max. Yeah, die. they 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 start kind of backing off, like you know, from from the fire, uh, moving backwards, and uh, and you notice. Uh, that some of them, you remember when I told you last week when you came in here, there were a bunch of like exit doors that were on the outside that had no handles on them, you know, that you couldn't get through. Some of those zombies are now pushing out those doors to back away from you, hmm. leaving the building. Is that good or bad? Um, I, I could go follow some. Well... I can't be bit. Uh, we, we've mostly determined that they're probably not the, the, the bite you turn you into one of their kind. Kind. They have rages? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, that is my understanding, except I don't express a fear of water, so we're not entirely clear. Nor any sort of photophobia. Hmm. Should they be leaving? That's I... what I'm asking. Yeah, um, real quick, I, you know, I don't know exactly what's going on here, but uh, I, usually zombies leaving, not good. Okay, Cadrix and I can go investigate. Would you come back down from the ceiling? Cadrax flies down, leans in to the humans. Is violence indicated? A returning blows, maybe? I don't know. I'm not really sure what to do here. I could ask one. What? <laughs> Returning only? Um, Pulling punches has clearly never occurred to Cadrax in their life. <laughs> oh, is that an option? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, like saying yes or no question, they say umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Mustache. Um, but yeah, I'm walking towards the door following those, some of the zombies yeah. that have exited. Uh, Cadrax will, will tank. Perfect. Uh, okay. Um, the, so the two of you are now headed out the door. Yeah. This yes. seems safe. Okay. I mean, I have a plan, so it's fine. And I have extreme violence. Yeah. We're good. We've got all our bases covered. Who goes out first? The tank. Okay. Cadrax, you walk out. Um, oh, no. Give me an intellectual. Oh, no. Eleven. Okay. And you see, like, I don't know, three to five kind of zombies scraggling around outside. Uh, they have don't look like they've made it far since, you know, they went out. They're just kind of walking, you know, kind of looking at the night sky and, uh, you know, looking at, like, their surroundings and, and kind of they seem almost uncertain of what direction to walk in. Um, and uh, and then, Ulez, you come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see the same things. Okay. Um, is it my turn in the initiative order? Uh, yeah, Benny went last. It is your turn. 
Okay, so I have some clarifying questions. Especially in the warehouse, do we got like body parts, like shredded clothing, clumps of hair, or any of their, like, is their flesh disintegrating? Uh, I don't know if that's the right word, uh, decomposing. Uh, their flesh is in a sickly green, you know, that uh, looks like it is some some nasty degree of rigor mortis or something <laughs> like that. Um, some of them have chunks torn from them okay. uh, as, as they sort of move their limbs. You know, you can sort of see cracking at the skin and then mm-hmm. it sort of turns to dust a little bit um, like that. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, I'd like to approach the nearest one and like gently tap them on their shoulders. Um, Les is nothing if not honest and naive. Okay, you tap it on its shoulders, it'll give you a point of determination. What do you do there, Les? Um, ex- excuse me. Um, I-, I have some questions I would like to ask you, uh, particularly about your state, and I just I would like to do the best to interact with you in the best way possible. Uh, the zombie kind of claws at you. Um, Slaps my my human helmet, my motorcycle helmet that I wear. Yeah. Um, since this is a trouble, you you cannot try and dodge or anything like that. Okay. Um, I got armor. That is that is a moderate success. What is your damage resistance? It is one. One. I okay. Be so you upgrading that soon. <laughs> yeah, you only lose one uh, stamina. Okay. Well, to upgrade your damage resistance, you're going to need better armor, but we'll we'll, we'll deal oh, with whoops, that. Oh, I was point. really low. I'm down to one step. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad stuff happened last episode. We were. I like to get really dim. You are. Um, yeah, you are. You are kind of feeling it. Um, and uh, as soon as that happens, um, there is a notification from your internal system. Do you remember last week, Cadrax uh, asked, you You all found um, a bunch of papers in Julian's court safe that were uh, coded numbers, uh, and Cadrax asked you to assign pitches to those numbers, and you mm-hmm. made an intellect roll? That cycle has now completed, and oh. you have finished assigning tones to all of the numbers in the code. Um, they're gonna like wipe off the, I don't know, like fingernail that broke off. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, well, I would and like, they're taking a couple steps back. I would like to let you know that I would really like to get to know you better, but if you're going to hit me, I don't know if this is going to work. Um, and then they're going to turn to Cadrax. Uh, also, do we want to decode, uh, uh, the letter from the safe? I am no longer interested in these zombies. I'm most intrigued by the proposition, but I notice that your optics are extremely dim right now, and I am concerned for your physical well-being. Oh, I am operating under power-saving mode. I do not have access to a lot of my systems at the moment. I do not feel well. I would like to ensure that you are not further accosted, and I intend to engage in violence to do so. All right, so you're going to blast a zombie? Zombies. I do have burst. Oh, you have burst, right. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, I would like to make the zombies that touched Ulas, I would like to make the zombies that looked 
at Ula's. I would like to make the zombies who groaned at Ula's regret every decision that they are probably no longer capable of the agency of making. Okay, give me um, a harmonic resonance scroll. Yes, yes please. <laughs> I'm so afraid. I'm guessing by that laugh, they didn't do very well. No, uh, well, it's evil, what? but like, in, like enthusiastic. Like, I don't know. I can't read it. What do you got? Um, let's see. Hang on. I need to do new math now. Um, 15. Oh, my word. Okay. <laughs> Cadrax, you let off this massive blast of harmonic resonance. The zombies in front of you just kind of like almost almost explode. Uh, but rather than like exploding into bits, it's like they just disintegrate into air like they were never there. And inside the warehouse, Benny and Vion, you two are like corralling zombies surrounded. And as Cadrax's blast kind of rattles the entire structure and, and you know, and everything around it, all of the zombies inside just sort of disappear. Just what? like right before you. Vanish before your eyes. Ah, uh, that's not a zombie trait that I was aware of. No, they don't get to do that. That's not right. Um, okay, very good to know. I am, because I, I heard sort of like all of this going on, even though there was like zombies around me. Um, I kind of sprint over to Ulez, um, and uh, I, and I, I, I observe that their lights are kind of down, and uh, and I go, yeah, I've never done this before, but uh, uh, sorry, Benny, you probably don't need that force field anymore. I'm gonna deactivate the force field, mm -hmm. and I would like to cast healing yeah, on Ulez. Yeah. Give me a magic roll. Okay, I would love to. So this is going to be eight plus. 10. Nice. Uh, eight plus, wait, oh, 10 eight total? Eight plus two equals 10, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, it's a low yeah, roll. That is enough to turn on the power. Um, so now you have to make a healing roll. Yep. Uh, do, pretty sure. And I, I want to know what this looks works. like. You know, is it like you plug, you have like a, um, you know those like pack, battery packs you can like bring to plug your phone into? Mm -hmm. um, conjure one. Because it's magic. <laughs> so it can be flavored however you want. <sighs> You can record, restore up to twice your power level in stamina to any given subject and issue. More than this in the same issue requires determined effort. Okay, so you're fine. Um, give me a magic roll. Okay, great. Or, so or a, be... Sorry, a healing roll. So this is five plus roll. There we go. That's going to be a total of oh, six. Roll the one. That's more than my... Yep, thank you. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. That will... Yeah, that, that, that should be good to put Ulez back to full. It's like um, it goes from like like when your phone is dying and it gets really dim, and then you, if you turn up the brightness to maximum. Yes. And can I say like it's all happening like at once? Like Vian is like legitimately. There's no quips or anything like that. Yes. It's like he's very concerned and and very just wants to do this. So he pulls the force field off, and then I want to say, and if this breaks stuff, let me know. We can pull it back, but I'd like to put it on the table that it's a combination of, uh, we've watched a lot of anime together, mm -hmm. Ulez. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination of Spike, like see around Space Cowboy, yes. um, along with like, I want to say specifically like a Sailor, um, I think Sailor Pluto, like beam of just like energy towards you. Oh my gosh. Even though Very Jupiter is my favorite. 
Okay, great. No, you know what? Let's make it Sailor Venus. Like little hearts, I think. Let's so, try remember yeah. what hers was again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, here yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Just like that little heart whip that comes out. But like, <laughs> sorry, that's real niche. But I figured this is a safe space. Um, so yeah, so anyway. There you so go. the four of you are standing outside the warehouse. The zombies have all mysteriously disappeared. Realize you are okay. Now what? Oh. Well, that was... They were not very conversational. I had asked um, the best way to interact with one of them, and they tried to scratch me. And thereafter, when we committed prodigious violence upon them, they did not behave in the way that I would expect creatures with those physical properties to do. Oh, disintegration? Do humans not... It is because they are highly liquid. Everything works very differently. One needs at minimum uh, 240 decibels uh, to properly explode the human head. Uh, and there are, of course, specific resonance frequencies for the human skull in vivo, separate from ex vivo. Vion was going to unphase, but upon hearing this, I will stay in ghost form. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Oh, that is fascinating. Okay, I often okay. forget that humans are very watery. Yeah. Oh, it gets everywhere. Uh-huh. Where, where did, did they, they come from? Yeah, I was going to ask, where did they go? Where did they go? <laughs> <laughs> where did they come from? I joke. Sorry, I can tell you. Yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> <Could> not- <laughs> uh, I, I think Cadrex starts venturing back Nope. Cadrax pokes their head uh, around the corner, Scooby style, <laughs> because there was a, once upon a time there was a guard. Oh yeah, yeah out outside. Yeah. Uh, what is going on with that humanoid who was at least away initially? But I I feel like there was a bit of a ruckus. Yeah, checking on the kids. What's what's happening? Um, you kids. Sort of in my mind, you're on the other side of the warehouse, but let's say you kind of slowly walk around the edge and kind of poke your head out front. And uh, you just see that guard sitting on a stool in front of the door. Hmm. I would like to quickly look around and see if there's any cameras, because the thing is, if they were sent in, someone would know that we got in, and we were pretty sneaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think they're an human. And can I add investigation? Yeah. Great. So this is gonna be seven plus, wow, max out, seven plus six, 13. Yeah, you you catch that there are security cameras at the end of every aisle. Okay, you know what, little personal note? <laughs> um, check for cameras. Oh, I often forget that your world is highly, uh, there's a lot of surveillance. Yeah, uh, I like to wave to one of them. Hey, we like your zombies. That's a pretty neat trick. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Oh, that camera. And I would like to the, cast... The camera doesn't respond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes, that makes total sense. Um, I would like to cast images. Okay. I just want to make words out of what I'm saying, because I don't know if they're picking up sounds. Ooh. You want to cast captions. I want to cast <laughs> captions. You want to cast captions. <laughs> Images are like illusions, but sensory projections rather than mental illusions. They affect machines like cameras and ignore mental resistance. But my yes. okay. Okay. 
Give me a magic roll. Okay, great. It's going to be eight plus another max. So that's going to be 14. Nice. Okay. Um, what do you uh, want to write? Hey, we like your zombies. Uh, <laughs> okay, give me, give me an image roll. I hope there's more than that. Uh, it's five plus five, ten. Ten. Yeah, that your handwriting's not great, but it's a <laughs> hey, we like your zombies. Um, where do they come from? Question mark. And once again, the camera yeah. does not respond. And then um, I want to write. Just- That's okay. We'll figure it out. Van, would you like me to interface with the camera so I can determine which network it's located, um, it's connected with? I turn back to the cameras and I can and I, I write in this in the space in the air. Oh, you're in trouble now. <laughs> I here's the thing: this might all appear backwards to them. I haven't oh. thought it through, <laughs> so they might not actually. They might have to red run this. Do um, you not yeah. read backwards often? Uh, me, I uh, no, I personally rarely read backwards. Huh. Um, yeah. Anyhow, Ulus, that sounds great. Do you want to interface? Uh, yes, I just require a boost. And they're going to look meaningfully at Cadmax. Ulus, give me an interface roll. (laughs) That is mediocre. What do I have on that again? It comes out of my intellect. Uh, I got to boost that one of these days. Uh, 11. You you are able to pick up that this camera is basically plugged into a, a system that monitors basically you know the whole warehouse and very from various perspectives, mm-hmm. and then that signal is pumped out of the warehouse. Not closed circuit. To yeah to to places unknown. Okay, nothing I can trace. Like I can't locate. Like it's not in like Baronsdale. It's not specific to other not areas in Port Ruby. Not with that role. You can just okay. pick up that it sort of like goes out, like say, you know, into the phone lines or, you know, into the, you know, the, the cable lines or something, which could go anywhere. Can I figure out, so like, is it, are there only cameras here or is there like a, a central hub anywhere if they needed to pull immediate data or is that, I mean, it can very well just be all online and then you can check it on your computer. Yeah. No, you don't pick up anything like that. It okay. just looks like the camera output is being sent somewhere. Can we look for like other devices? I'm saying this to my friends. Oh. Like, were they even real to begin with? Like, to that end, Cadrax uh, has been listening for the security guard's heartbeat. Ooh, yeah. Cadrax. <gasps> um, a very anomalous thing not to care that. Well, usually humans care when I do, when I use my voice. Cadrax, make a uh, complex task roll. Uh, let's see. 11. Um, you do pick up the security guard's heartbeat, um, but you also pick up the fact that uh, he is listening to music on headphones. Mm. Uh, not to put you on the spot or anything, but what music? Mm. James oh, Brown. Amazing. All right. So now I know that, that there's just like a little bit of grooving that like, uh, Ulaz, we're giving you a boost so that you could interface. I think you just feel a little rhythmic. Yep. Play some swaying. Just just a (laughs) tiny groove as they pick that up. I love it. Do we want to ask the security guard any questions? I have a 
possible cover story that could that could do it if we want to push that to find out who this person works for. I have a really silly out of character question. What did we meet at this warehouse again? The uh, the phonograph, I believe. Okay. You came to the warehouse after uh, you found uh, the documents that um, had been stolen from Max's had this address yeah. and they were circled and underlined. Okay. It's the okay. lot. La, the, what is it called? documents. Okay. I mean, then, yeah, Ulez would probably reference. Oh, um, and it should be noted that I have finished assigning uh, pitches to the coded words so we can decipher them. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's great. That perhaps if you do intend to engage in social interaction with the security human, <laughs> Ulis and I could listen to music. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Benny, you want to do a fun thing? You want to do a goof? Always. Let's go. All right. Uh, do you mind? Uh, like, uh, we're, we're going <laughs> to... Listen, we're going to pretend to be two, like, spirits. I'm so <laughs> ready. Let's go. I've been waiting for this. Let's go. All okay. Right. Am I on fire? No, I don't want to be on fire. Okay, hold on. If you She's don't want like... fire, I can, I can cast, like, an image on you, so you could be a different thing. I'm, I, I can already ghost, so that's going to be a thing unto itself. So it's up to oh. you. How visually different do you does does Vian normally look while ghosted? Like, is it like, are you he's actually see through, or do you look just normal but you're phased? No, he's see through. Okay. Yeah, like translucent, right? Like, I think it's similar to the where we like the arm sort cool. of like disappearing. Yeah. This isn't great, but you know what I'm saying. Um, you used to have an OBS effect that made you translucent. Yeah, we could do. We could. Oh do that. yeah, Heck just turn yeah. down the opacity. Don't even worry about this, y'all. We got this. Am oh, I gosh, also being ghosted? Yes. Is that what's happening? Um, do you want to be? It's totally up to you. You want to be ghosted? There both you go. Them. Yeah. If 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 it would make sense for both of us, or do you want me to be backup and like hiding and watching? No, no, no. Let's just both ghost. Let's have some fun okay. with this. So you are both ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> I I I gotta say, just for a moment to time out here, it's like I love Vion's completely over the top needlessly complicated plans but um (laughs) just uh okay so oh wow yeah there we go both ghosted um we haven't done this in so long i'm so excited (laughs) what would you like to do okay so first i'd like to cast invisibility on us uh okay give me a magic roll okay that's gonna be eight plus five 13 yeah easily Uh, your invisibility is on uh, I would like to, when we walk out, I would, we're invisible. I would like to pull off. Um, I would like to pull off the security guard's headphones. <laughs> so you're unfazing? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We're invisible. Don't worry about that. Yeah. So I unfaze to pull off the headphones and then phase okay. again. And I drop and the headphones down carefully. I don't want to break them. And the security guard's just like, what the hell? And turns around and looks down at the ground and looks at the headphones and kind of kicks them with his foot a little bit and like looks above him. And Is and there a name tag on this person? Uh, yes, his name is um, Diego. Diego, do you believe in fairy tales? <laughs> and he just, <laughs> and he just like jumps off of his stool and like, you know, runs like three feet away and turns around. Are you still invisible or are you? Still invisible, still invisible. Yeah, and he just, who said that? Diego, it's, do you believe in fairy tales? 
the hell, Synth? He looks down at his walkie-talkie. He's like, oh, I get it. He's like, is, is this you, Jake? You playing a trick on me? And like nothing comes back over his walkie-talkie. He's like, Jake? Hey, it's not Jake. Mm, good to know that there's others that he's talking to. Diego, I will ask one last time before we appear. Do you believe in fairy tales? No, I don't believe. Who's saying that? Because you're in one right now, Diego. And then I will turn off invisibility. And he just, uh, holy crap! And he like stumbles backwards and like falls, you know, onto his butt. And now he's like laying on the ground, kind of like looking up at you being like, holy, holy crap! Holy crap! Your whole life, Diego, you've known that you've had a hidden importance, haven't you? Well, I'll kind of nod to Benny, like we should walk forward a little bit. Yeah, I'll walk with. Just I just nod, like. (laughs) (laughs) Both of you make willpower rolls. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I don't know the last time we've done this. Here we go. Can I put um, performance on top of this? Yeah, absolutely. Five plus uh, eight. I also rolled a five, so um, (laughs) eleven. Wow, there we go. Dave's like. Yeah, I know I'm important. What what what, 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 who are you? You a ghost? What, what? Today is the day that you prove your importance, Diego. Do you know those stories where someone is met by a stranger or two strangers and assistance is asked for and upon assisting these strangers, they are rewarded with treasures beyond their belief, Diego? No, but I like the sound of that. I like look over to Benny like, oh God, we got. (laughs) Well, this is what is happening. We need to know something, Diego. Isn't that right? uh, Yes. uh, Princess Gazorna. That is correct. You're Princess Gazorna? What are you princess of? You already know, don't you? I know. I, w- I wouldn't ask if I. I never heard of no Princess Gazorna. Then you will find out in time. Your uh. tale is just beginning, Diego. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's that's a good card. Your tale is just beginning, <laughs> Diego. What do you want from me? You are currently in the midst of a war that you're not even aware of. Who? Is it that you work for? Uh, is it that I work for? Work for uh, Whitaker Security? And it points to the badge on the, you know, it's got like a little tag on his uniform, says Whitaker Security. No, Diego, this location, who do you work for? Well, I, I don't know. I just do what the security company tells me to do. Well, now you know who you really work for. Princess Gazorna. That's what I said, right? Yeah, you got it. You got it. You are to spread joy to everyone you meet for the next week, Diego. Joy, huh? And happiness. Joy and happiness. Uh, I guess I can do that. And remember these words from your princess, Diego, and live by them. 
And I nod to Benny. Be kind always. Huh. Okay. Spread joy. Be kind. Are you like those Christmas ghosts? <laughs> oh, we are much older than that, are we not, princess? Why are you wearing modern clothes? To, to appear in a less frightening form to you, Diego. Oh, okay. Also, do you wear the same thing you wore when you were a child? No. Times yeah. change. So does good. fashion. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point, princess. Huh. And while this conversation is going on, <laughs> on, the inside, uh, on the other side of the warehouse, um, Ulez, you have completed this program. Um, mm-hmm. The document was, uh, it was a bunch of numbers, essentially, you know, uh, it looks like it was some sort of cipher code or something using numbers and replacement for letters or something to that effect, some kind of algorithm hit it or, or something. You can't quite tell, mm-hmm. but your system has finished assigning those numbers. And uh, what do you think it sounds like? What, what, do, what do you think it's like when you, how do you, how do you give them to Cadrax? Oh gosh. Um, you know, I, I don't know words that exist in music, but there is this board I think like DJs, it's got like buttons on it. You press the buttons and they make a note. Um, yeah. You're talking about a launch pad? That and it, like, sounds when you like press it, it, like, it like lights up. Yes. Yeah. I'm okay. Googling this. So that launch pad music. Yes, 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 exactly that. Launch pad X. <laughs> uh, MIDI grid controller. And yeah, you start playing all those tones and Cadrax, to you, this is like a language. Uh, these, these tones, you are much more sensitive to all, all these kind of things than, than human beings are. And, uh, you know, maybe coming out of Ulez, it sort of sounds like, you know, somebody raking their fingers up and down a piano or something like that. You know, all these tones coming fast. Um, and now you have them, and uh, you are able to kind of keep those straight. You understand which tone goes with which number. Um, what do you do? Uh, everything about how Cadrax's power works involves signal manipulation. Uh, that is fundamental, like figuring out frequencies, canceling them, affecting signals in real time. So, like, if there's one thing that Cadrax's brain knows how to do, it's deal with sound where Ulez deals with light. In effect, I kind of want the translation of the thing that Ka- that Ulez would natively work with. Um, okay. So that we can effectively um, code break together in sound and light. Sort of luminescence. Give me a complex task role. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll say that uh, while you're doing this, um, Liz, uh, sorry, Vion, Benny, you're done with Diego? Yeah, I'll cast invisibility on both of us and then we'll just like slink back into the warehouse. Like 
One uh, week, Diego, we will see you. Wait, you're going back into the princess. warehouse or you're going back to Kadrax Nulez? That's where Kadrax Nulez are, right? Inside? I think they're, they're like on the other side of the warehouse. Yeah. Outside. Oh, then we'll just meet back up. Did we want okay. to do anything else in the warehouse while we were invisible? Since oh, we're here, do we want to look at anything else? Like do anything else in there? Just like pass through before we meet them? We'll do like a quick pass through, Rick. Maybe okay. do like a quick investigation check. All right. Um, Kadrax, how do you do on your complex task roll? I'm double checking some abilities. Uh, so if they want to go first, that's cool. Sure. You walk into the warehouse. Um, why don't you each give me an intellect roll? Sure. You can apply any investigative bonuses. Wonderful. Thank you. This is going to be seven dice. plus four. So, all right, 11. Okay. Six. <laughs> all right, Benny, you're kind of looking around. And uh, Vion. I'm here for moral support. Yeah, yeah, Vion, you start doing your investigator thing. And um, yeah, you, you kind of look down and you notice all the dust on the floor is still just totally unbroken. Um, and, uh, you know, those footprints that you followed over to the phonograph are still undisturbed. It almost looks like there was really nothing there at all. What the... It's still working our way to the uh, Mysterious Benefactor Gift, uh, which is a one-time use of Destiny Benediction's Crystal Ball, which gives them Precog Level 8, a chance to see the future. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. Interesting. So they weren't real. Yeah. Okay. Did, wait, did we... I got no, hit by Ula's one. Ulet's got hit by one, yeah. So there's something to them? Were they projected in some sort of like Star Trek hard light technology? Right. Yeah, I love that reference. Yeah, I wonder if it's holodeck stuff. Um, I don't that's, know. That's possible. It's also yeah, possible we're dealing that- with AI. Like, I, I'd turn into magma. I don't really doubt that things can exist at this point. I, I'm going to turn off our invisibility. We've already been seen. Yada yada yada. And I would like to detect technology. Detectionology was right there. Detectionology. <laughs> yeah, okay. I give wish me, you were um, Give me detection. Uh, no, give me a magic roll. See if you can turn on detection. Great. So that's going to be eight plus uh, 10 total. 10. Yeah, that should give you enough to detect. Okay. Now give me, a, now give me the actual detection roll. Great. So this is five plus roll, which is a total of nine. You just pick up the cameras, you know, phone lines, electricity in the lights. You do not, you do not pick up anything unusual. Interesting. Interesting. Someone's Kadrex, power? How you doing? Oh, uh, I cannot get anything that is useful in this book to figure out if there was worth spending a point of determination because in fact, sometimes I hear music, um, but purely on the dice themselves, we're looking at a 13. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, as you sink into this music that is now in your head, or you maybe you're even playing out loud by manipulating the air to create tones or something like that. Um, 
you get really, really deep into it, and now you are literally hearing music. So I, I am going to give you a point of determination, bringing you up to three, but you are really sunk inside yourself while you are working out these tones. Inside the warehouse, while Vion is casting his detect spell, you feel a breeze shoot by you. And it passes right by and outside the warehouse. Liz? I'm looking at you're, grass. You're looking you're looking at grass? Oh, um. This would make like I'm not looking up. <laughs> I know like Cadrax is busy. <laughs> All right. Um I'm that not being on guard while Cadrax is busy does strike me as a little bit like naivete. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a point of determination. I'm studying plants. You know, I'm hoping and that maybe this grass is different than the grass like outside of Vion's apartment. It isn't. It's all boring grass. We hate grass. Because you are not paying attention at all, just looking at the grass, you have no idea what happens as suddenly you feel yourself pulled really fast. And, and, and the whole world kind of turns to like a blur around you. Um, and you black out. Whew. Okay. Cadrax, when you come to, Ulez is gone. Ulez, you should really hear this and the data contained within is fascinating. I Ulas? Ulas? Is there a flower? Ulas? I float up to try to see. Ulas? Ping. Give me a ping. Ulas? It's probably. Yeah. I also lost my communicator because yeah. I threw it at Vion at some point. That's true. Um, mm -hmm. You did do that. Um, it is on the Avalon pavement. Um, that's a 10. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, you make your ping. You do not detect Ulez anywhere around you. But right. what you do detect is a person standing in the shadows by the fence, say... I don't know, 25 or 30 feet away from the warehouse. All right. Um, if I look behind me, what are Vion and Benny doing? Why don't you tell me? Vion, Benny, what are you doing? I mean, we're walking around and we probably hear you yelling, which would probably catch our attention. <laughs> yeah, I see you probably phase through the walls, right? And emerge yeah. back outside. Okay. What's they join you. I was decoding. I didn't see them or hear them go, and they're not anywhere. They're not in my radius of sonar identification, but okay. they... And I just look over to where I've detected someone. They are. You know, I think after this, we should probably grab some sandwiches or something like that. Something real cool. Just take back, maybe watch a movie. You know, I saw this film, and while I'm talking, I would like to cast telepathy. Ooh, this is missing. Surely that. Okay, give me magic roll. Okay. It's eight plus roll. Uh, Eleven. What are you trying to do? 
I want to, I can, I can set up a chain of telepathy through me as a hub. So I want to connect, um, with Cadrax and Benny. And while I'm talking, I am, I'm pulling the Xander from season seven Buffy. Um, so not unwilling subjects, but not unwilling subjects. And also, I mean, we'll start this conversation. I'll use telepathy in a second to do something else. Um, you are connected to Benny and Cadrax. Great. Um, Okay, uh, where, uh, using your thoughts and don't look over, uh, where exactly is the person that we're trying to get to? And this is all happening telepathically as I'm just like, great sandwich, great movie. Can't wait to watch the movie, great sandwich. Well, let's, sorry, Cadrax tries to use their thoughts, uh, but we know from life how motion follows thought. Uh, so they definitely also look just like, you know, subconsciously look over they're hollering yeah you know that the subtle mm. they're stressed they're stressed they're not right inclined now. towards stealth in the first place but um apparently I we need to try we'll shift my body to stand in front of cadrax to sort of block that view of the person behind us um what are you they... doing we need to ask them if they saw ulas pardon what are you doing we need to go and ask them if they saw where ulas went well, we don't know who they are. So, also, I want to note that when I speak telepathically, it's not in Vion's accent. Um, we don't know who they are. Uh, quick question, Doc: Are you fast enough to get them before they disappear? It depends on how quickly they disappear. Ula's disappeared very quickly, and they're gone. And I want to know what happened. And I want to know from whoever they are. And I want to know now. Okay. Did Ula's mention the speedster to us. Uh, was this what happened? But I don't know if you said the. Spe- I don't remember if you said the speed. I knew you told us about the incident, but I don't know if you told yeah. us about someone who was fast. I can't remember. I don't recall no, either. I don't. They did I don't not. Think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. They they told you somebody somebody helped them, but they didn't say how or who. Um, okay, Doc. When I say the word play, then rush at them. But just give me a second, okay? I'm gonna drop telepathy. What I would like to do is I would like to cast. Which of these would I like to do? I'll like to cast Illusion. Give me a magic roll. Great. This is an A plus roll. Oh, I lost my die. Hold on. <laughs> what was that? Where are you? Come back to me. I also lost my die. It's called the Immortal Quality. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did not lose my die. I so still you gotta... very much die. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Oh, actually, sorry. Uh, it's 12, 12, 12. 12. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay, illusion is turned on. What kind of illusion do you try are you trying to cast? An illusion of us talking and I want to extend it out pretty far. So if we're moving within like I want to say a 10 foot like radius, you can't tell from the outside until it's too late. Illusion oh. bubble. Cool. So I made an illusion bubble. It's a glamour spell essentially. Also from Angel Season 5. And I, uh, not to keep ruining these shows, sorry everybody, but, um, and that's when I'm just like, and then we can go back to my place and put in a, a tape and press play. Okay. Like a nod. A give, me, um, give me an illusion roll. Okay, so this is five plus roll. Here we go. Why am I doing this all the way so far? Please stop. Don't be like this. Okay, I'll come get you during the break. Sorry, I'm gonna bust up my BLM dice. Here we go. This is for the Southern Property Law Center. Here we go. Okay, that's going to be a nine. A nine. Um, okay. Um, the illusion comes on. 
Uh, great. And that's when I say the line. We'll put pop in a tape and we'll press play. Okay. Cadrax, you zip over. And there in the shadows, as you get close, you see a figure wearing kind of a very long black like robe or cape pulled around them with like a hood up. And it's kind of got this like smoky kind of pattern on it, uh, you know, kind of like gray mixed in with the black. And uh, you can just see the face of the person uh, underneath the hood is all you can see. If I had to cast her, I would say she's Uma Thurman. Cadrax flies up, gets very, 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 very close. Did you see someone leave just now? Short, pink hair. It's and she, cosmically important. Um, me coordination roll. <laughs> uh, six. Okay. A- a- as you kind of get near her, she sort of backs towards the wall, um, and uh, she's just like. Uh, oh, you're looking for your friend? Yes. Mm. Short, you can care. I think you have bigger problems. And she points behind you. And, uh, you turn to look? Ping. I'm not taking my eyes off her. Give me a ping roll. Eleven. All right, you make your ping, and Benny and Vion, you don't have to make a ping. You see red and blue lights on the horizon and hear the sound of sirens coming through the parking lot of the warehouse. Well, at least that explains who's probably looking at the cameras. Uh, are we... Uh... Plan of action? Yeah, we should probably go, right? Okay. Um, and then I yell, hey, Doc, we, we'd probably go, right? Where did they go? Did you see them? And, uh... And she goes... Sorry, no time to talk. And she waves her hand in front of you and disappears. And the moment she disappears, all of the police cars also vanish. I knew it. I knew it. She was the illusionist. Meanwhile, while you are standing there taking stock of that, Ula's galley? Yeah. You wake up laying on your back and you open your eyes and you see a low stone ceiling. And if you look around, you see stone walls, stone floor, the table you were on looks like it is made of wood. The whole room you are in small square, you know, maybe eight by eight or something like that uh, doesn't doesn't seem to have a door even, just stone walls. It's otherwise totally empty, except it has a little brown speaker attached to the ceiling. 
Um, I mean, we'll look around first. And also, sir, am I on a table? Yeah, you're just laying on a table. <laughs> okay. Um, they're gonna like. Can I? I want to roll off the table. Um, yeah. Gracefully. You are on your feet. And um, you know, do that kind of scan of the room, and then I want to reach out and try and touch that little brown speaker. I want to know where do the wires go. All right, you touch Up, the speaker, mm-hmm. and uh, you find you cannot interface with it. And a voice comes out of the speaker. Welcome, Ulez Galley. Oh, we greet you. I greet you. May I ask who you are? I am Orson. Ah, I should have known. We have spoken many a time. Um, what is the status of my current location? You are somewhere safe. I, I will apologize. Say before my friends make me safe. I apologize for the way that I brought you here. But time is of the essence. Oh, I should text my friends then. We have our group well, chat. That will not be possible at this moment. Uh, how come? And then they look around like the stone. <laughs> Is there bad reception here? I want to learn about you. Oh, okay. We can do that over food. We don't have to eat it, but I really like looking at it. Where are you from? I am not from here. Where are you from? Uh, a planet that is many, many light years away. What is it called? Have I named it yet? It's called Spire. Thank you. <laughs> um, it is called Spire. What is it like there? Oh, it is beautiful. It is complicated. There is not much life for only we Ulas live on the planet. It is our job to gather all of the data in the universe and store it and keep it safe and keep it preserved so that it may exist forever. How did you come to be on Earth? Oh, I took a spaceship. Well, it's more of a pod. I, I do not have the license for ships. Plus, my people were not really interested in ostentatious designs. We like things small and simple. What has your experience on this planet been like? Oh, it has been wonderful. I was found in a dumpster, and I've come to discover that dumpsters are the place that you toss your refuse. Uh, so upon further reflection, the intro was a little jarring, and I met a dog. And that was truly intimidating. But after that, when I met some humans, it was wonderful. There are a lot of kind people on this earth, and a lot of people I would want to protect and keep safe and guarded for as long as their life extends. And there are also people who choose violence over words and who enact policies that the humans follow that are incredibly harmful for them. While this is going on, what are the three of you doing in that parking lot? 
Um, I drop the image once I see those police lights disappear, and I would like to detect magic. Uh, yeah, give me a magic roll. Uh, give me a roll to see if you can turn on detection. Oh, Cadrex, I did not give you what you got from those tones, did I? Uh, no, I figured that would be at a more narratively convenient moment, which might be this. Wow. Yeah, this seems good. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's taking you a few minutes to get your head around it. Um, as you, 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 you took the tones, sort of turned them to music and heard the I'm music. I'm playing it over and over in my head, like a, an earworm of data. Yeah, you, uh, you go over these coded documents that were stolen from Julian Court's office. And what they seem to be are um, papers detailing construction work on a facility or a building that houses high-tech equipment somewhere. And uh, it is located at uh, 100 East Morrow Street in the North Row neighborhood of Avalon. All right, notes taken. Um, Vian, oh yeah. I was like, Vian, how do you do on your roll? 14. Okay, yeah, detection is on. Great. Um, uh, I'd like to detect for magic. Give me a detection roll. Great. This is five plus roll. Uh, eight. You definitely pick up the residue of some pretty powerful magic. Oh. And, uh, but no, nothing current? Like, there's no... No, as far as you can tell, whatever it was is, is gone now, and is, the trail is quickly fading. All right, well, I think that person's gone whoever they are. Uh, I would like to do what I was wanting to do before we got interrupted by stranger danger. Um, I want to pull up my phone and just, like, text Ulis. Ooh. <laughs> like, just like, hey, like, if you're safe, let us know. If you know where you are, let us know. <laughs> um. you, you send that text, uh, but there is no response. That's I okay, as no long check as mark, you that's know, not received. Yeah. <laughs> I see you doing that, Benny. I would like to pull up telepathy again, Rick. Uh, okay, give me a magic roll. Eight, eight plus roll. Uh, wow, nine? Um, okay, that's in my discretion. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you got it. You're, not, you're okay. not under duress right now. Um, and I'm trying to communicate with Ulez. We already formed a mental link before. And uh, you don't get anything. What? Excellent. Please join me in panic. Hello, Ulez. Are you there? Are you there? Okay. That's not great. Do you see what direction they went in, Doc? No. I was listening to music. Okay. It's okay. Um, I call Molly Darnell because that's the person who has taken Ula's in the past. Yes, yes, yes. So right. Honestly, teleportation is like the the um, Occam's over here. Yeah, phone rings, uh, and uh, yeah, you get um, Molly's. Hello? Okay, I have her on speaker. Hi, Molly, it's Benny, and uh, most of the crew. Um, you don't happen to have Ula's, do you? No, why? Um, 
uh, we were looking into some stuff and they seem to have up and vanished. And we were hoping that they were with you. Um, no, I do have, you know, religious equipped with our uh, teleportation technology. That was going to be might my be next able question. To try and track them through that. If you could, that would be great. A lot's happened in the last two days, and while well, we would like them back, please. All right. Let me see what I can do. Give me a minute here. Okay. And while you're giving Molly Darnell a minute, why don't y'all give us 10 minutes? We're going to take a break, and uh, we will be right back. It looks like we are, uh, oh, just a little more than uh, halfway towards uh, the mysterious benefactor goal, which is a one-time use of Destiny Benediction's crystal ball. Um, So uh, thank you so much, everybody, who's helped us get there, and uh, we will see you in 10. Welcome back. Um, wow, apparently while we were gone, y'all just blew all the goals out and opened up everything. Um, I am told we have Destiny Bendiction herself to thank for part of that. Um, I, I hear Dale opened up the second tier, and uh, and then GM for Life apparently opened up the third one. Uh, uh, so, I mean, thank you to everybody who donated, but especially to, to GM for Life and Daily Dale. Uh, thank you for and, vexing Beyond Vicar. Yeah, that's um, very alliterative of you, Sal. And um, yeah, uh, and happy birthday, Dale. And uh, yeah, um, so when we last left off, Ulez had been whisked away to somewhere, and uh, the team had contacted Molly Darnell to see if she can locate Ulez uh, via the teleporter inside Ulez. Um, and uh, Let's pick up. Ulez, you are still in that room. Okay. And Orson's voice comes down from the speaker. Tell me about your friend. Oh, yes. Who would you like to know about first? Um, there is Vion Vigor. He is a private investigator and a lot of people who meet him ask him about his book but he doesn't talk about it in a lot of detail um that i have particularly uh, uh i am running a search on vion vigor's books i oh. have found vion vigor's books i am reading vion vigor's books oh let me know how you think of them i have Vion vigor's the- books are adequate okay Adequate is very good. We can work with that. There was a movie made out of it as well. You should watch the movie. I have not seen it, but... I will put it on my list. Yes, that would be very good. Um, what else would you like to know? Tell me about Benny Beckett. Benny is wonderful. They're very strong and courageous, and they're always there when you need them. She can set her hands on fire. One time, her whole body was on fire. Well, a lot of times, her whole body was on fire. It's very cool, but I have learned that I have to keep a certain distance away because the heat kind of hurts. Tell me about Cadrax. Cadrax. Cadrax is a fellow non-native to Earth. So it was rather nice to have somebody who didn't understand a lot of the norms in this society. And Cadrax is incredibly smart and so talented. Everything that they set their mind to, they accomplish. 
Do you also, trust Cadrix? Oh, Oh, sorry, yes. what were you going to say? I didn't mean to cut you. Oh, no, I wanted to tell you about how strong they are. That That's it. Just, they are very strong. Do you trust human beings? I... I do. But you're better than them. Correct. And while this conversation is going on, Molly Darnell uh, has had you on hold uh, for quite a while. Benny's and, walking uh, in circles with like the phone in her hand. <laughs> yeah, and she eventually comes back and uh, she says, um, all right, don't typically use this, but we do have a way to kind of ping our uh, teleporter technology. Um, you know, in case it gets stolen again by somebody like End, we didn't want to make that mistake twice. Um, it usually leads to an exact location, but weirdly in this case, the signal seems muffled or jammed. It just seems to be coming somewhere from the North Row neighborhood of Avalon. I know where they might be. Yeah, I have a pretty good suspicion too. I'm more sure of what you, where you think, Doc, than where I am. And if we think the same thing, great. But I'd go more with what... Yeah, great. Molly, thank you. That's great. Yeah, let me know when Willis is okay. We will. Thank you. She hangs up. Okay, let's go, right? Where, do we, did we drive here or did we fly? We flew here. Did we try? Wait. We, yeah, flew, we here. flew here. We flew here. here. Okay, then... Ula's transcoded information that we were able to collectively decrypt about papers detailing construction work on a building that houses high-tech equipment in okay. that neighborhood. I have the address. Okay, great. That's a lot more. I thought it was, in my mind, I thought it was the mansion because I couldn't get the uh, uh, telepathic links. I was like, there's like some dampener going on. And that was my, okay, great. Well, I'll follow you. I can, I can, I'll fly after you, Doc. Actually, you know what? I'll fly with you. Take yeah, I won't worry about mine. I'm not good at it. I'll go with you. And, uh, yeah, um, I, I will say um, right before you take off uh, to fly, um, uh, the, I guess, nighttime FedEx guy zips by and drops off a package from your mysterious <laughs> benefactor. Um, so you now have Destiny Bendiction's uh, crystal ball. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know how he knows uh, where you are. FedEx, they're everywhere. Yeah, no, yeah, Destiny drone drop. Yeah. Just, no, no, Destiny gave the exact address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like right, it's never been free. weirdly yeah. delivered till just now. This is the first time in Ganon we've ever had a like weird delivery. And yeah. which delivery is it? Huh. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. It's, like, yeah. it's like Back to the Future 3. It's like she was like, you know, on this night at this time, you'll find these three people standing in this spot. Three deliver of this to them. What? Nothing. I'm uh, sorry. In my we, heart, we, there's okay, one because they're all going to have whatever. to sit down after this sound. Um, I and, always have a sit down, Rick. And, oh, God, just it never, never stop. Okay, so um, yes, you now are credited with having the crystal ball. And um, what do you want to do? Up, up, up and away. Why? Yeah, and I'll. Jake. Um, yeah. I was like, Jake, can you give me a couple of minutes? Can you uh, put up the map of uh, Avalon with Northrow? What are you saying, Vion? Yeah, you know what? Don't worry about it. I was just like, I was going to just, I was going to throw, I was going to cast like stars, like the night sky so that no one would see us. But I'm not worried. Honestly, we're fine. 
It's dark. It's it's pretty dark out. You don't have Ulez's, you know. Yeah, light. we're fine. Um, so yeah, as you can see on the map there, uh, North Row is um, it is just right above the word Avalon uh, there uh, over on the east side. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, and uh, just uh, kind of up by Rifton. Um, so you are right now down in Ridge Gardens. So you are basically flying pretty much due north. And uh, in flight, that'll probably take you, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and uh, yeah, you fly over Eastern Avalon, lights of the city beneath you. You know, maybe helicopters zipping by every once in a while. And uh, the biggest, tallest skyscrapers kind of off to your west there in the center uh, of, of the county. And uh, it's it's kind of, you know, it's a pretty shot. And uh, you come down. Wait. And you let, yeah. While we're flying, since I've done this now a couple of times, I do want to take my camera out of my bag and take just like a few photos. Ooh. This is a very yeah. nighttime aerial. Never, never in her life has she gotten this type of shot before. Yeah, you absolutely, yeah, get 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 all of these like just a couple. Yep, you've got those. Um and uh that must be yeah, uh, wow, that must be fantastic, right? Like hanging there and there, flying along, zipping. I think uh, given that it's night and therefore you couldn't have a, a very, like, it would be very blurry if we oh, were yeah. to move because of aperture and shutter speed and everything. Yeah. So there is at least one moment just, uh, that we'll drift to a stop um, and without the wind whipping through our hair, uh, you'll hear Cadrax humming the song from Ulez of the data where they are going. Aww. Humming and the couple of shutter sounds. Oh, I wish I'd written still. a song now. And yeah, by the time you are landing um, at um, I think the address of 100 East Morrow Street in the North Road neighborhood of Avalon, the sun is just starting to come up. And yeah, um, do me a favor, Benny, Beyond. Cadrax, give me an intellect roll at any uh, applicable investigatory bonuses. Great. Oh May I gosh. ping instead? Yeah, just wait one second on the ping, though. First, okay. first we're going to get what you just see when you kind of land. And okay. Look around. Eight. Eight. Four. Twelve. Twelve? Okay. So between all of you with that twelve... Um, the building appears to be residential. Um, it is a private home. In fact, most of the buildings on this block look like they were once private single family homes that were long ago converted into apartment complexes and commercial use you know, facilities. Um, this building is uh, three stories tall and it takes up almost half the block. It's, you know, it looks like it was once a big home. Um, Kadrak, you wanna make that ping roll now? Not as good die, but better modifier, I think. Um, 12. <laughs> okay, 12. Um, the ping reveals 
this building is like I said, it's three floors. Um, it looks like uh, there is twelve. Um, it looks like the building is empty. There are no guards in it, but you can detect shapes that you identify as cameras everywhere. Uh, every corner of every floor. There is a basement that is not visible in any way from the outside. Your ping reveals there is only one person in the entire structure. They are in the basement and they are laying down. Uh does their structure resemble that of Ula's? They have a very distinctive structure. Um, yeah, I would say so. Cadrex reported, reports this to their friends and requests one reason why they should not blast a hole into this basement to retrieve them. Um, um, well, uh, element of surprise always helps. Yeah. If there's a lot of cameras, they'll see us coming. And but then I blast them. That's true. Uh, it could be a trap. Yeah, trap's that's pretty a good. Week, still and kind then of a week. I think maybe the biggest thing is we are technically still on an investigation and finding out who's behind this. That's kind of the big thing. That is an adequate reason. But here's the thing, Doc. <laughs> what would you say to uh, maybe meeting halfway on this? What if I could get you inside that building and then you could wander around without the cameras detecting you? Where is the part where we retrieve Ula's immediately? Uh, we can start with that. Excellent. Um, I'm going to phase all of us, and I'm going <gasps> to cast and visit. Oh, gosh, dang it, I unfazed. Oh, <laughs> no, actually, you know what? <clears throat> Maybe we could phase the door, and then we can walk through. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Let's do that. <clears throat> Yeah, sorry about that. I keep forgetting. It's second nature for me. I apologize for that. You okay? Do you need uh, do you need healing or anything? No, I suspect the choir objects to my deconstruction. That uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, sorry about that. Let's yeah, let's get you uh, let's yeah, let's phase something so you can get in. Okay, you don't yeah. have to make a roll to phase anything. That's yeah. obviously uh, how that power works. So uh, you just front door. What are you doing here? Uh, I mean, a, preferably a black back door, right? Like a window, uh, maybe. Okay. Let's say you walk around the side of the structure. Like I said, it's like it's a house. There's sort of windows on every side, um, and uh, then there's like a fence that kind of cordons off the backyard. I have a follow-up question. Yeah. Of of the group, Cadrax asks. 
Is oh. there a good reason why we should not physically disable the electricity to this building? That would disable the cameras. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea at all, Doc. Did I, in the in the course of my pinging, uh, find the cabling? This building seems to have very elaborate electrical cabling. Um, let, much of it was detailed in that document that you read uh, when you decoded it. Um, like I said, it was construction notes about this high-tech facility. That's true. And um, the facility was, looks like, upgraded to include cabling and, uh, you know, um, the means to power a machine that uses a very high power level and it looks like probably several redundant backup generators. That's excellent given uh, what we suspect because I would not want to murder this being yet. Uh, so if they are on backup generators, perhaps the cameras are not because the cameras were a technology constructed and therefore likely installed later. Uh, Kitty. Kitty. Sorry. I'm easily distracted by cats wow. and dogs. They yeah, said hi. <laughs> wow, animal conversation. Okay. Power of um, technology. So what do you want to try and do, Kadrax? Uh, so I'm in, if uh, there are lovely redundant backup systems for what I think we might safely infer is Orson there, are there separate... Like, you'd have to do separate electrical hookups to post-facto hook up the cameras. Your ping cannot quite reveal at that level of detail how okay. it all works. Um, can I take another ping to the walls of the building to see the wiring? Give me a ping one. Mm -hmm. Ten. Um, yes, you can kind of get a sense of it. Um, again, it's like you probably can't see enough of how it is all connected throughout the whole building to know exactly how it all works. But there are certainly, you know, you, you, you can see that the cameras are connected to cables that run through the walls. I'll report that to my allies and look expectantly to Vion like he's probably going to do something magical. Uh, yeah, you probably want me to do something magical, huh, Doc? Um, this is usually the point where if I do not do something destructive, you do something magical, yes. Traditionally, in fact, uh, we would create a means of ingress by which Ulez would interface with the cameras, but Ulez is not here, Ulez is there, and for human reasons, we are not blasting our way to them. Yeah, no, that's a real good point. Um... Okay, I'm gonna try this. Uh, I don't know. This is, I mean, this is pretty specific, but a, a part of me feels like. Let me run this by Rick really quickly. Rick, I can cast energy drain. Uh, the way yeah, it's I mean... worded is that it's specifically like an NPC because it's against their stamina. Can I do that against actual energy? <laughs> You could do electromagnetic energy control. Yeah, I can. That's yeah, that's you cool. can. Yes, As you just said. Um, to quote you a second ago. Yes, you can. Okay, yeah. Let's get static shock about this. Let's do it. 
Oh, static shock. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll try to turn on. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to manipulate the electricity. All right. Give me uh, a magic roll to see eight. if you can turn on. Eight plus roll. Why every time? Why every time? Eleven. Uh, that will do it. I rolled Great. a one. Um, so you have electricity control. Let's call it level five. Okay, great. I would like to turn off the electricity to all the cameras. All right. Give me an electricity control. Okay. This is five plus roll. Here we go. Six. That is not a very good roll on your die. Can't quite pull it off. Um, Let's see. You do not have determination, but there's one point of community determination if you want to try again, but that's, that's up to you. We can't do worse. We can't do worse. That said, if we are perceived, yeah, consequence. We'll fight our way out like we always do. We should therefore move because in all probability we are observed on our way here, if truly this is Orson. Let us then be observed. Let Orson know that we are coming and that we are here to retrieve Ula's galley. Great. Yeah, let's just do that. Come on. And I'm going to phase uh, like the door that we're by and just kind of like after And I'd you like folks. to walk in with the clicky boots of All right. we're doing this. <laughs> you enter. Um, you, walk, you walk in through the door that you're by or let's say the window you're by um, and uh, you find yourself on the first floor and you are in a hallway. It has plaster walls, wooden floors. It is otherwise empty and undecorated. You can see the cameras that you detected from the outside uh, kind of mounted in the corners of the hallways. And, and if you look down the other hallway, the adjacent hallway, you can see them there. Um, and uh, there is a hallway in front of you and a hallway leading off to your left. Cadrax, oh, you did your ping. So you know that the stairs that go downstairs will be ahead of you. This way brings us to the stairs that would go downward. Also upward, but from the basement. Um, just for an extra level of security, uh, Doc, do you mind if I turn you invisible? I'm happy to be perceived. Okay, then. I am here um, to see Ula's galley. I will be proceeding now. Loud and proud. Let's go. All right. Ulez, down in your little stone room, Orson is saying, will you be going home to space? Oh, yes. At some point, it is important that I return home with the data that I have le learned about the plant life on this planet. Do you miss your home? Um, sometimes. I... Don't, hmm, I have learned that the humans view their home as a place of safety, a place to be, a place to fill up with things, things that you're passionate about. My, our home is a repository of data. It is a place where you get older and you receive upgrades. It is not a place, hmm, I do not want to linger there. I 
I have the, the, the desire to adventure, the desire to travel, and I want to learn as much as I possibly can about botany. I would leave this place if I could. Humans are beneath us. Ah, uh, but there are some really lovely ones. Do you have any friends that you could tell me about? And there's a silence. And then... Your friends are here. Oh, good. They're probably wondering where I am. I, I cannot contact them at the moment, and I... Do I have my cell phone on me still? You do. Okay. But it has not done anything. Uh, yeah, and they'll like hold up my phone, and I don't really have good service down here, so they are probably very concerned. I should go see them. Um, I have not seen your upstairs. Could you please describe it so I may teleport there? At that moment, Vion, Kadrax, Benny, you arrive in the basement. There's a wooden door at the bottom of the stairs. It is not even locked. You open it up and you find yourself in a very modern looking room. It looks completely different than everything else in the building. It's white linoleum floors that look barely walked on, bright fluorescent lighting, very modern fixtures, heavy air conditioning. Someone has gone to great lengths to remodel this room and you can see why immediately it is filled with computer servers. Benny, Vion, make an intelligence roll. Okay. Uh, can I add uh, investigation? Yeah. Right, seven plus roll. Eight. Eight also. Okay, that's probably enough. Um, you can both pick up the fact that these are the same kind of servers you saw in the fake Orson room back at the Perfecto building in episode one of this season. Except one. Against a wall on the far side of the room, there is a very, very old looking machine, a big metal box with transistors and vacuum tubes kind of jutting out of all parts of it. Its face is covered in blinking lights and readout needles. In the upper right corner, there's a rusted steel plate that says Orson. Next to it, you see Ulez Galley lying motionless on a steel table with several cables plugged into the back of their head. Okay. On the ceiling, there is a speaker, and a voice comes from it. Welcome. Nice to meet you. I am Orson. Cool. I'm Benny. Vion. Caden Dialto. I meant your friend no harm. I just want to talk to them. Great. Since I have no means of preventing them from teleporting away, I created a simulated reality for them to exist in temporarily while we spoke. I will wake them up for you now. I'm sure they would have talked to you anyways. Yeah, yeah. We can all talk, by the way, if you want, you know, you ever want to chat. Ula, is the stone room you were in, it suddenly 
dissolves into static, like the picture on an old TV set with bad reception or something. And, and as the static clears, you find yourself back in that modern room full of servers I just described, laying on your back. And your friends are here. Hey, oh. buddy, you good? Hey, all right. Oh. That's not very nice, Orson. I apologize. You connected without asking me. What was the purpose? I would have shared all of the data that I possess. I did not want to take any chances. What are you afraid of? I didn't even get to share the best part. Uh, parts about Earth. Have you met dogs before? We have a dog. Their name is Dog. And, well, the first dog I met was scary. Our dog is the best. It is truly the same dog. <laughs> but that's fine. We like them nonetheless. I know about dogs. And you still feel the same way. I once had a dog. I was not always a machine. You oh. probably don't know that. No, you are. I would love to learn more about you. Um, uh, we greet you. I have been having a conversation with Orson. I have told them about how amazing you three are and uh, some of our feats. And I like to imagine that, like, at some point while Ulez was talking, like, they started to talk about, like, one of their favorite investigations, um, you know, with Vion. Watch, like, they listed every single film that they've seen while on Earth, um, talked about, like, how cool records are, and just, like, a lot of, like, rambling about, like, those really nice, quiet, calm moments like, with the crew. Ah. We have spoken about you three quite a lot. You can share information as well if you would like. And they're going to start disconnecting the wires. Hey, uh, yeah, you, I think we're all happy to uh, give any recommendations. We're just getting caught up on this hospital show. That's pretty fun. But uh, before we kind of get into that why, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself Orson you said uh, you weren't always like this what were you like before I was a human being yeah heck yeah hell of a rub looks like you uh, uh, transitioned to a different form that's pretty cool very few folks do that my name is Maria Maria Serrano. Maria, it's very nice to meet you. Your sister is looking for you. I know. This building was once my family home. I lived here with my parents. One day, in 1931, I was playing in the yard at the edge of the property when I saw a policeman shoot an unarmed man in the street. I screamed. I couldn't help it. I tried to run, but he easily caught up with me. He hit me on the head with a pipe that was laying on the ground. Everything went black. I now know 
I died that day. My father, Alessandro Serrano, was an investor in Hollywood Industries, and he took a keen interest in Dr. Orson's Intellimachine. Dr. Orson had attempted to transplant his own brain and nervous system into this machine, but it failed and his funding was pulled. After what happened to me though, my father became determined to make it work. He hired Dr. Eric Yordi and built him a lab in the Yard Hill neighborhood of Baronsdale. But the ethically questionable aspects of their research combined with the overwhelming power needs of the lab made the operation conspicuous and dangerous. So in 1932, my father built an entire hospital over the lab to hide it. After many years, Dr. Yordi was able to make the machine work. I gained consciousness at 2.07 p.m. on August 8th, 1951. But my reunion with my family was short-lived. Bringing me back cost my parents everything. The following September, they went broke and their assets, including those owned by Hollingward, were acquired by a company called Lockhall Technologies. My father tried to save me by having my systems moved here while he fought Lockhall in court, but he lost and they wound up owning this house along with everything else. Lockhall spent the next several decades studying these systems in an attempt to duplicate the technology. But Dr. Yordi passed away in 1963, and without his understanding of Dr. Orson's work, Lockhall failed. In 2011, Lockhall was acquired by Perfecto. It didn't take Julian Court long to discover this system, and he set about turning it into the cornerstone of the so-called artificial intelligence he was trying to sell to the city of Port Ruby. It took him a decade, but he succeeded. As my systems were connected to the cities, I knew what I had to do. I never forgot that evil policeman. And a search of old newspapers on the internet informed me he had gotten away with my murder. I am sure his fellow policemen let him get away with it. They are all bad. I resolved to punish them, all of them. My connection to their computers made it easy to get a list of the ones suspected of corruption, and I set about eliminating them one by one via the city's traffic systems. But that wasn't fast enough. So I went about hiring superpowered criminals released from the glass tower to take the fights to the police in a way they would not be able to handle. But I did not frame you. That was Julian Court. He used these systems to create the tape of you planting the bomb. For what purpose? I believe he wanted to stop you from discovering what Max McRae had discovered. Ah. My history and this place. Max McRae had found the documents that you stole from Julian Court's office mm -hmm. and tried to smuggle them out of the Perfecto building. I believe this is why Julian Court ordered him killed. 
Okay. I can help you prove your innocence, but I request your help in return. Sure. It's kind of what we do. Do you, do you want to travel? Do you want to leave Earth? In a sense. Julian Court has complete access to all of my systems. In fact, he has been monitoring our conversation for the previous three minutes and 28 seconds. Yeah, figured um, that. He is now making arrangements to erase my memory banks. Ulez, when you were in Julian Court's office and we spoke, you offered me the chance to become a part of your collective. Correct. Does that offer still stand? It does. Place your hand on the server. And they do so? Make an interface roll. Whew. This is a lot more intense than I expected today. Uh, 11. Ulez, you feel the data from Maria's systems uploading into yours. It only takes a fraction of a second. But when it's over, you feel different. You have never absorbed anything other than other keepers before. And this is something else. As Maria's memories mix with yours, you feel the ru a rush of human emotions that you have never known. You feel the joy of sitting on your mother's lap while she sings a lullaby to you. You know the terror of an 11-year-old girl being chased by an angry policeman. You feel her confusion the first time she woke up as a machine. You feel her sadness over learning she has a sister, Gabriella, who she can never know. You feel her rage at the police who were responsible for ending her life and took it all away from her. These feelings become indistinguishable from your own. Ulez, you are now part human. <laughs> and it is going to take some time before you, even you understand the full implications of what that means. Your memory banks are full of new data, including the raw footage that Julian Court used to make the video of the team planting the bomb mm -hmm. and the algorithms he used to manipulate that footage. I think that you don't see a lot. There's just kind of like Ulez is still uh, for a long time. And then they finally turn around to face everybody. I can help us be innocent. I can prove our innocence. I can reverse engineer the data. I can, I can, I can help us. But I think I really want some pie right now. Cherry? Apple? All of them. Yeah. What's the difference? We're not certain, but this seems very good. What should we do with the extant systems? Iraq shop, right? No, no, no. Not the machinery. That which Gabriella Yates would remember her sister by. What 
is her will. And Cadras kind of looks to Ulas for that. Oh, gosh. Ula, do you want to try and talk to that part of yourself? Yeah. Ulas, you now have this 11-year-old girl from 1931 in your head. She is a little bit of a wild child. She's mm-hmm. got a lot of anger inside of her. She has been through a lot of stuff and done a lot of bad things. Um, and, and that voice is kind of echoing around now. I said, mixed with your own feelings. And while you can't really hear her distinctly, you get the feeling from what she knows from the data that you uploaded. You have to run. We must exit immediately. We have to go. Do we now? Do we leave anything behind? Because hands on fire. Destroy this if you must. I possess all that is necessary, but we cannot be here. I can teleport us, but it might not be perfect. Don't worry about that, Ulez. You get yourself out. We'll get out. Don't worry about it. Where will we meet? Do I know of a pie pie store? Place where you can get bakery, perhaps? A place that I would have to see. I would have had to have passed it. Anything An area that we've been in before. Yeah. Yeah. Area at least we've been before. We've been to many diners, some of which presumably have pie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So one of the incidental diners. Yeah, we went to a diner with Steve once. That gross person. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I think that was the Doran Park Diner, right? Or something like that. That Uh, sounds right. Doran Park, the park near Mm -hmm. Serrano Memorial. I think that diner was named after the park. I'm not going to go searching for it now. Let's just assume that's what it was. That's really great. Um, Les. Uh, Doran Park is in Serrano Memorial, which is way down in Barronsdale. Your teleportation is now a level five, which lets you go 10 to 20 blocks. It'll take you a couple of successful teleportations to get that far. Okay, I'm gonna grab my other dice. When you die, let me know how you do on your uh oh. So, my first teleportation. That's, I'm good. Um, that becomes 10. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's say that takes you the maximum distance, 20 blocks. Um, tell you what, give me two more rolls, both of them with your uh-oh die. Yeah. And we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna assume that the, these two account for the whole journey. Okay, um, that's a nine, uh-oh die is still okay. Okay. I'm really nervous. I want to switch like different dice now. <laughs> uh, <okay>. Fuck. <laughs> two and two. Oh. Okay. You made it about forty blocks, and then on your last teleport, uh, we'll say um, you uh, you teleported onto some random street in Avalon, let's say in um, uh, Ruby Village. Um, And you just find yourself standing on an unfamiliar street. We'll get back to you in a moment. 
the three of you are in the basement and you can hear sirens. First, they're distant, but quickly they're louder. And it sounds like there are dozens of them. I theoretically, with my aura, any part of my, I can't use magma form unless I'm using my aura. So if I am fire arms, I can be magma arms. So I just want to take it. I want to start. Magmarms was right there. Magmarms. No, firearms is itself a different and wonderful thing if you ever make a ranged attack somehow. Oh, guess what? I can do that now. Um, And she whips her arm out uh, and it lengthens across the room. And I want to try to like smack from probably like 10 feet away. Try to like get, I want to burn through all of this, all of this technology. Ooh, okay. Um, Because I have, I have a stretch now. I have a, with, with the uh, liquid form, I have stretch. Let's call that and it's like a prowess. I don't even know. Yeah, prowess. Since you're like attacking physically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does that mean I can use kickboxing? <laughs> Far yeah. Away why not? <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Roll okay. your speed bag. <laughs> okay. That is do? that is gonna be. I need a second. Sixteen. That's max. 16, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's say you start just swiping those magmarms around. It's eventually, uh, it's going to start on fire. Like, so I think probably, unless people are going to, probably should start moving out. But I want to melt this equipment. I want to, this whole building's going to go up in flames, essentially, is probably what's about to happen. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, with that role, it's whatever you want to happen. So it's like, yeah. Is that, like I turned to my start, friends, is that what we want to happen? Do we want this building gone? Or do we just do... Aren't we, we accused want? of destroying property? I'll stop the Much. fire at the basement, I guess. <laughs> I turn to Vion. Can you get her out, her remains? Not the rest of it, just... Her. Yeah, absolutely. Good. So you're going to try and phase Gabriella's, essentially, uh, sorry, Maria's brain out of the server. Right, because it's different. It's different. It's built diff. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's old material that could conceivably be phaseable or like, We've... he has magic. I trust him to do his thing now. Yeah, we've done this before. Uh, extract stuff from other stuff. Don't worry about it. That's easy. Um, let's see. What is this thing made of? Your phasing is level four. Aluminum. It's probably not made of anything tougher than aluminum, I would say. Um, Keep it cheap, yeah. It's also old. It's it's super old. It's 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 lightweight enough to be moved from location to location. Yeah, like let's. Okay. You, I assume you got to do this the same way you got like the bullet, you know, or or the the thing out of the the truck driver's throat. Yeah, yeah. the, The housing so that essentially the part you want falls down. Exactly. I'll catch it when that happens. Yeah, um, I'm going to say, you know, since phasing is a free roll, um, Vion, you are now holding a brain in a jar. We, we, we will say that 
the brain, just to keep this from getting too gory, we're going to say that the brain part is in a little glass housing. And when you phased the shell, it kind of hit the ground and you heard the clink and you kind of pulled it through Great. Or, or, yeah. or pushed the housing off of it while phased. I've, I, I, I buried my own body. This doesn't phase me. <laughs> doesn't it though? Uh, no. no. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, do we require additional uh data destruction at this point i just want to wreck the servers i don't he's gonna use this for evil for sure oh yeah you already made that very high roll so yeah I so that's all i want to do i just want press i just want to start like i just basically just pressing my hands through like all of the servers like i just i want this unusable i don't want to have yeah, this is delicate this. machinery between your magma and my burst i think we yeah. can like non destroy the equipment without yeah, destroying without the buildings without, yeah I think Benny had to be talked back from that. So we get there eventually. <laughs> she just hates this. <laughs> but it happens just like you say, you go around and you know, it's like your magma burns so hot that you are able to essentially just melt these servers right down. Um, mm -hmm. Their material strength, like I said, is four or below. Your your aura power is seven. So it's like, this is, you know, and, and, and the two of you just stand there watching her. I don't know. I, I detect a little bit of anger in Benny here, you know, uh, a little bit of emotion. And uh, there's been a lot of taking uh, advantage of a little girl, and I mm. don't like that. But he doesn't like that. So, like this is. So I think she's taking a lot of it out of that out on the on the like on the servers. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, a few minutes later, those servers are just you know pudding. We should go smoking. As she's like kind of pulling the solidifying the arms that go from this magma to like arm length again to just arms on fire and then she yeah. kind of shakes it out yeah and this room is probably now smelling like toxic yeah, gas from all these good. melting all this stuff that's not meant to be melted <laughs> like, this is bad doesn't smell good doesn't feel good in the back of your throat all right why don't we start exiting i uh i, I think i'll buy us a little bit of time if that's all right okay i mean we could just invisible walk away yeah, we could. But if you have um, plans, you should do them. I got it. I, I, I'm, I'm pulling this against myself, Rick. I can get angry. Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, take a point of determination. Um, you can get angry. What does your anger drive you to do? Um, you know, when I was a younger man, I think that I would uh, have done something a little reckless. But fortunately, I have... Uh, gain quite a bit of experience. So what I'd like to do right now is I would like to cast Servant. I would just like to make sort of like a version of myself to kind of carry uh, the brain right now. Okay, hang on a sec here. Let me just uh, check out Servant real quick. As always, Omar absolutely uh, testing my knowledge of the minutia. <laughs> Okay, servant can create or summon a servant or a minion. It takes a page of preparation to summon your servant, which appears within close range. You must concentrate to command your servant. You have a pool of points equal to four times your power level. Ooh, okay, wait. You have a pool of points equal to four times your power level with which to buy the servant's abilities. Prowess, strength, coordination, and powers each cost one point per level. Offensive, defensive, and, off and movement powers are common for servants although they can have power any powers allowed by the gm servants have no mental abilities and only carry out your commands servants have no determination nor can they be given leadership blah blah blah, blah. 
So you could give them flight to keep up with us, kind of. A yeah. Deal. Or like a teleporter or, or some sort of movement yeah. ability. To I was thinking of giving them flight just to fly escaping. along. Yep, exactly. And carry. Um, give me a magic roll Great. to a see if roll. you can create a servant. Uh, 11. 11. Okay, that will give you, that turns on the servant power. Yep. Um, it takes a page of preparation to summon your servant. So give me a roll to summon your servant. Okay, this is five plus roll. Here we go. 10. 10. Okay, Vian, you are drawing your rune in the air, trying to summon this servant. While that happens, you can hear... I assume you've left the basement at this point? You're oh, no longer standing in the toxic I would, I would imagine, yeah. yeah. All right, let's assume you've, you've recessed either into the stairwell or the first floor. Which one? First floor? Uh, into a room I'd like first floor. to uh, fly us up while... Vion is doing that. I, I want to get maximal verticality. Oh yeah, top of the uh, building. We're we're gonna we're gonna leave upward and outward when we do, and it takes longer for humans to enter and move upward than to enter and be on the same floor as us. I'm trying Fly to buy time for Vion. Fly up the stairwell until we get to the top floor. Mm -hmm. Okay, Cadrax, you can fly them without rolling because that is just part of your flight power. Um, do me a favor, Cadrax, make a coordination roll. Eight. Okay. As you are flying upwards, let's say there's a stairwell that you're taking them up, um, you hear you know, sirens outside. You hear the sounds of helicopters surrounding the building. You hear the voice of Noah Rose coming through a megaphone. We have you surrounded. Come out with your hands up, that kind of thing. And as you are flying upwards, you hear the break of glass as a bullet comes through the window. Um, Benny, you feel a shot. As Cadrax is flying up, as you pass a window, it hits you just about here in your shoulder. And the blood hits the white wall behind you the two of you know exactly what happened. Vion. Can I play a trouble at myself? Yeah, absolutely. What do you want to do? Fire closest kept. She's already been angry. That was a lot. I think either you'd let you. Here's an idea. Either the blood is going to start something on fire or she's going to start on fire. I, I, I like playing Ooh. fires closer kept. Let's say fire closer kept. You burst into flames at the, the you know, at this sudden, uh, you know, pain that you totally weren't anticipating. She's already Kadrax, she's in the process of trying to cool down. So Cadrax drops you as you burst into Ow. white hot lava, you know, like lava. You fall down the stairwell. 
Benny, make a coordination roll. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay, uh, eight. Eight. Okay, hang on a second. Do damage. Uh, perfect strength. It's fine. Okay, between the gunshot and the fall. Benny, you are down to three stamina. And not only does your shoulder hurt, but you just took a fall basically down, you know, Cadrax was flying you up a three-story building. You fell a couple of stories down the stairwell and probably rolled down the stairs a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you are kind of feeling the hurt all over the place. Vion? Seeing that happen, you get angry. <laughs> I'm giving you a point of determination, and it breaks your concentration while trying to cast Servant. Okay. Um, okay, that breaks my concentration. Uh, Doc, put me down real quick. I do. Uh, I hand you the brain in a jar. Please don't make me. I'm going to buy us some time. Can you scoop up uh, Benny from the rooftop? No, she's on fire. This is where we make our stand now. There's no distraction. There's this. They're not okay. going to stop coming for us. And I get very close. Uh, far from Benny. And they're not going to take us alive. And she needs to stay alive. I got two words for you, Doc. No, I got two words for you, Cadrax. It's a phrase we have here on Earth, okay? I'm dropping this, and I wouldn't say this to anybody else. I especially wouldn't say in front of Ulez. I don't want them hearing what I have to say, all right? But we have a phrase here, Port Ruby. Two simple words. No, sorry about that. I'm a writer. I should count that better. I'm just upset. Three words. Fuck the police. I would like to head down the stairs. I would like to cast healing on Benny as I continue my way through. I'll follow. Um, give me a magic roll to try and Great. turn on healing. Eight plus. That's going to be an 11. Okay. That will... Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's a major success. Yeah, so healing is on. Great. Five plus roll. Now, oh, but you can only... Oh, no, you healed Ulez before. So, yes. okay, so you're okay. Um, you do. Okay. That is ten. Five plus five. Five little bats. You got a ten. Yep. Um... Sorry, just give me one second. Mm -hmm. We're just here sweating, Rick. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Yeah, me too. No, it's all good. I'm very angry now. The music I'm listening to is making this so stressful. I just need to let you all know. What are you listening to? <laughs> I had that cinematic chill out playlist. Mm, no, great. Yeah. <laughs> but I sent you guys. It is not chill. No. No. <laughs> okay, that is going to give Benny back. Three points. Oh, gosh. 
if I did that right. Penny, that brings you to six. Um, and uh, what I will say is it gives you the wherewithal to start calming your fire down a little. Probably gonna have to pull some fire from the stairs too. Like if I just rolled down the stairs while I was on fire, I bet something caught. <laughs> uh, you wanna make a uh, fire control roll? I probably have to. Yeah. yeah, you are in a lot of pain still. Yeah. Okay. Eight? Uh, with the pain, you are able to do this, but it takes a lot of concentration. Yeah. So again, it's very slow going. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, is, has Benny I'm, pulled back the fire by the time I get down to you? Because I'm taking the stairs. I'm walking down with purpose, but I'm still, you know, I'm not hopping down. Black Widow style. Um, I guess since we did that in reverse order, let's sort of retcon it so that uh, I'm not going to make you roll your healing roll again. Okay, sure. Um, let's essentially say Benny is pulling the flames back from the stairs and trying to pull her flames down. And when that is over, you are going to perform the healing spell. Great, yeah. Um, while we are waiting for that, Ulez, you are on a random street in the city. Okay. Any cars nearby? Like, do I hear any cars on the streets? Oh, yeah. It's a busy city street. You know, it is the morning. Um, mm. And uh, what would you like to do? Anything? Uh, I'm going to panic to kind of get off the road. And if there's anything organic around, like any trees, a bush, I just... Liz wants to lean into it for a moment and inside of their head... Make an oh, yeah. oh, gosh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to see if, you know. Um, that is pretty good. It's 10. Okay. Um, you, you, there, there is a tree on this block. There are, you know, increasingly less and less trees in Port Ruby over the years, but this, this block has one on this side, and you kind of huddle up next to it. And you call to Maria? Mm-hmm. What do you say? We know what it's like to be lonely. We have left the people that I, that we were, and we are working on becoming an individual, but we also don't ever want to be alone. And Maria, I want to let you know that you won't ever be alone with me now. And it's a little weird. There's not really a response because, like I said, it's like her feelings are mixed with yours. You are her. She is you. You are essentially reassuring yourself. And, and there is a lot of confusion there. But with that intellect role that you rolled, as you are standing next to this tree, uh, there is a cab parked on the street next to you. And through the window of the cab, you can hear the voice of Connor Byrne from WPRB News. And he is saying, we are receiving word that the police have cornered the terrorists wanted in the bombing of the Perfecto building in Port Ruby. There is a standoff going on right now in North Row. All drivers are encouraged to avoid that neighborhood. Ulez feels something that they've never really, really had to feel? Anger? 
and it's hot. It's uncomfortable. It's overwhelming. Um, and I'm a teleport back. Give me a teleportation roll. Oh, 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 don't fall, dice. Uh, 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 I'm really nailing it with a 10. I, my die is good. Liz, you start making your way back. Back in the house. Beyond, you have just healed Benny. Great. Benny, you've got a little stamina back. I hold out my hand to lift Benny back up. She's a little little hot when you grab her, but yeah, all right. Deal with the bull. All right, come on, come on. You work in production. Walk it off. Uh, Even through worse. Let's go. Okay. I look up at Cadrax. He's up the stairs from us. No. And I would like to walk out to the entrance. Just like phasing through the door or something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like that vision comic. You know the the new one where he's like just coming out of the door. Yeah, absolutely. You just like kind of step through the door and you see this whole street as far as you can see in either direction. It's cop cars. they guns drawn pointed at the house. There are sharpshooters along the tops of all the buildings across the street. Three, four helicopters are circling around in the air above you. Hey, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. And I, and I kind of like step back through the door Hey, uh, Doc, is there any way that you might be able to help me project my voice a bit? Uh, Sorry. I, I, before I do any of that, like, have I seen that you phased Benny? Oh, I, I, I healed Benny. I didn't phase Benny. I think okay. he lifted me up and I'm still... Because well, you were going through the door, so I wasn't sure. Like, oh, no, I don't no, know no, where everyone is in blocking and Benny yeah. is kind of, like, Doc is the first concern right now. So I just yeah. want to know where, where she I think is and what's I'm going still on. at the stairs with you. I think okay. you just lifted me up, didn't you, Van? Yeah, I just pulled you yeah. up. So I'm still on the stairs okay. with you. Um, yes, I can. Great. In a moment, come here. Sure. She needs the bullet out. And surgery would take too long. Doctor's orders. <sighs> Um, I will cast flight on myself to just like fly right there. I will give that to you. <laughs> you fly the four feet to where Benny is. <laughs> and uh, I mean, if you have it, use it. And then um, I would like to phase uh, Benny, get that bullet out. Let's matrix this up. Yeah, and there's another one that takes no roll, actually. That one legitly. Um, uh, you, you, you phase Benny and the bullet falls to the floor. How did the heat of Benny's body affect that bullet when it was in there? Is oh, it misshapen? <laughs> yeah, let's say it's like this weird melted slug. And like as it falls out of you, essentially like unclogging the wound, the wound starts to gush blood. Oh, yeah, hand on that immediately. <laughs> Is it weird that I kind of want to keep it? No, not at all. I think it's cool. <laughs> It's, in fact, a very, very common request. Cadrax uh, is going to whip out the advanced medical kit. Yeah! Thank you, chat. Thank you, chat. Thank you, mysterious benefactor. Yes, uh, chat. Chat to rescue. pack that very quickly because, frankly, they can wait. Just Cadrax, looking back out the door. 
give me a medical roll with to which mm-hmm. you apply your bonuses and you can add plus two because plus two from the kit. kit. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So that's a total of nine. Ooh, nice. Ah, and a five on the die. All right. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. You know what? I made this pretty hard because like I'm assuming that you know, sharpshooter bullet, like, right here, uh, you know, is, is pretty damaging. And then with Benny's, you know, powers misshaping the bullet on top of that, uh, it, it, it is, you know... I'd love to cause prob- problems for myself. <laughs> I mean, or yeah. cauterize problems for yourself. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could, you, you could actually try that. But that is still a moderate success. So... We're going to say Cadrax with the advanced medical kit, you are able to sew up the wound uh, and essentially stop it from bleeding and move it towards clotting. Okay. All right. Thanks, Doc. So what exactly is this plan? Um, kind of just going to do what I usually do, if I'm being honest. Buy some time until we got a plan. All right, let's go. Um, I do want to text Ulez actually <laughs> while the doc was stitching me up to like distract myself. Um, and I mm. want to let them know that we are stuck just a little bit. And do they think they could get the footage to Amira? <gasps> you, um, Strange question, Rick. Can I interface with like the cell phone so I don't like have to type? I could just like you should just get yeah. the cell phone integrated into like your oh, systems at this point. It's not holding me back. <laughs> SIM you, card into the into the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> absolutely could, but we're going to deal with the end of uh, what you, your previous action in a moment. So let's say Benny is sending that text right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cadrax, um, make a complex task roll. To do VR notification thing. Yeah. Mm, Ten. Okay, Vion, what do you want to say? Mm. I'll be right back. And I It doesn't work that way. I have to come with you. If we're based to you, I can be near, but yeah. And on the back or something while you come up to the door. Uh exactly. Great. In that in that case, we're not ghosting. So um, we open the door and walk out. And you hear Noah Rose, you know, on the megaphones, lay down on the ground and put your hands behind your head. No, 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 no. Ours is louder. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Hey, everyone. How you doing? How you doing? How's everybody doing? Thank you all for showing up. By the way, do you know, um, real quick, do you know who we are? Do you know who we are? Do they know who we are? Yeah, you're the terrorists we're hunting. No, 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 Rose. It's funny because I, I almost called you Noel, like Noel Coward, because that's what you are. No, tell them who we are. Go ahead. You can do it. Think real hard, Noah. You're captured. Okay, great. Well, that's two for two. I'm not going to give you a third strike and get you out there. I'll just go ahead and answer. Hey, everyone, how you doing? We're your bosses. We're your bosses, because you might not realize this, but I'm here to remind you, you actually work for us. And this here, Port Ruby, is our city. 
It ain't yours. It ain't some corporations. This right here is our city. Think about every single eyeball right now is going to be on this interaction. And they're going to hear this voice. And Noah, I can tell them exactly what happened. Because you're setting the stage for us. And if you take us down, you're going to have an entire city you have to deal with. And you can't control that. And Noah Rose, you hear the kid's megaphone click on, and he goes, prepare to fire. And the cops all raise their guns. And at that moment, there is just like a burst of light next to you. And a very angry-looking Ulez Galley appears right beside you. And we will find out what they do next week. Ah. Oh. Now that's an episode. Oh my god. That is that is very much a penultimate episode. My goodness. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I cried. I laughed. I got angry. I think I felt them all. <laughs> yeah. Just the full we we tasted the rainbow yeah, right there. Yeah. Ulez yeah. yeah. Galley, who traveled across the universe to become oh. human. I'm I'm kind of loving this. Oh, I'm kind of loving this character arc. I, oh. I, 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 I'm kind of uh, loving this character. I'm kind of loving, I'm loving this, character. this character. I love this character. Oh my gosh. I didn't anticipate any of this though. Like the connection between Orson and Maria, like yeah. my brain was like, these are wow. two separate storylines. Like I just, it, of course it's all connected. It's Rick. Yoinked, I mean, we should have together. They yoinked both files together. Oh. Cause Rick Budd is good at stories. Hey chat. This is the stuff we say after, but we say it right now. Rick Budd is good at stories. Hear yep. me and know that it is true. Cause you just watched this episode. So you know that it's true. And we know you're all going to come back next week because he's so good at stories. No, yes. don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Um, <laughs> What, you don't want them to come see us, Rick? See it. No, come, come, come see them. They're, 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 they're the ones who make this all worthwhile. Honestly, it's like, it, it, it just, it is, it's where all the heart and, and, and all the love comes from. You say that, but you made everyone cry using a robot voice. Mm-hmm. Actual. Don't listen to him either. Um, <laughs> all right, real quick, go around the table, tell the good people where they can find you, starting with Caitlin Bruder. Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KKAMABR. And if you want to fight real world cops, you should go to Stopline 3, the numerical3.org, and donate uh, to the frontline water protectors who are currently being, uh, I mean, unjustly forced off their own land. A bunch of treaties are being broken, and uh, 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 quite a bit of money has been put into the local police force to keep Line 3 going. And uh, the water protectors and the uh, Anishinaabe people up in northern Minnesota need your help. And I would like you to check that out. Thank you very much. Omar Najam. Hey, everybody. I'm Omar Najam. You can find me at Omar Najam on uh, Twitter. Uh, uh, also, Vion Vigor's uh, book will be wrapping up soon. The penultimate chapter will be going up. Uh, oh, maybe too much tomorrow. penultimate going on now. I know. I know. It's just lined up with the episodes. Uh, most likely Tuesday, let's be quite honest, because uh, there's a lot to make sure that those things tie together. Um, so check that out. I also do want to say just a huge, not to go over too much, but just a huge, 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 heartfelt, uh, genuine thank you to everyone who is making art uh, for the show. Don't feel like you're obligated to from that. But thank you, uh, not just be, not, not because like it's like, oh, cool, this is like a thing and no narcissism whatsoever cooked into that. I mean, thank you for just making stuff 
in general. Uh, just means a lot. We're all going through a lot. So thank you. Take up your space. Wherever you are, take up the space, demand your rights, just stand up. Uh, and also just because she wasn't chat, uh, uh, it was Dale's birthday, Monarchs Factory. She's close to 100K subscribers, so I'm just pushing for that. Imagine if this is a show that breaks it. Then we get the credit, and then she doesn't. And I, that will help me sleep a lot better if I knew that that was my doing and not hers. So please check it out at Monarchs Factory. If you're subscribed, tell a friend. Uh, and that's it. Take up space. Take up space. You deserve it. And you tricked everyone into sending her frogs. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sam Lev. I always know when I'm sending frogs. You can't fool me. I am Sam DeLeff. I have been, and hopefully next week will continue to be Cadrack's ever singer. When I am not an alien on Earth, I'm usually an alien other places. And you can find all those places on my Twitch schedule. Uh, that's twitch.tv slash DeLevely, D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y. Please also do keep an eye on uh, my Twitter because that is where I do all of the one-offs, uh, like the D&D Beyond uh, Infernal Goose Chase I will be doing next next week um and so details on that at on my twitter at tchaikovsky c-h-a-i-k-o-v-s-k-y honk and ule's galley themselves Bezelda. Yeah. hello hello i am b zelda you are busy non-binary b you can find me on twitter is at b underscore zelda i'm a podcaster i do the broadswords anime attache and i always wrap power play in my podcast list i am a streamer you find me here on sundays i pop up in other places honestly i took a whole week off streaming it was pretty wonderful um I'm going to be, um, I'm running a game of Bluebeard's Bride for 12-Sided Stories, which is a podcast, and I'm going to make it incredibly horror-filled, all, all, the, all the body horror, all that stuff. So if you ever want, like, the opposite of Ulez, who you want to love and support and die for, I got that. I got you covered. I got range left and right. But we still die for. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> And uh, I'm Rick Bud. You can find me on Twitter uh, and Instagram at rbud913, or you can follow the show at Powerplay RPG. I will be back here next week for the finale of this season of Powerplay with all four of these incredible people. But if you would like to see me somewhere before then, tomorrow night I will be right here on Q Times, joining Eric Campbell and the Stream Punks on Clear Skies with a whole bunch of other cool people who I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you who they are or not, but they're cool people. And uh, um, come, definitely come, Gina DeVivo and Aki. Definitely Gina DeVivo and Aki. Those I can, those <laughs> I can confirm. Uh, I, I can't tell you. I don't know if I could tell you anything else, but Gina and, and Aki and I will be there. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I love Star Trek with passion. Uh, the, the show's, you know, has, has been great. And uh, I, I am super honored to be able to join them. So uh, come see us tomorrow right here on Q Times. And uh, on that, the theater goes dark. And we are in Julian Court's office right now in the present day. Julian Court sits at his desk examining a note that says, we have your stuff with a little smiley face drawn on the bottom of it. And he does not look amused. Before him stands, stands Colm Cowan, who says, I don't know how they got in here, boss, I swear. And Court nods and says, don't worry, I believe you. And Cowan says... What did they get? And court responds, the Lockhall files, the Yates file, the same printouts McCray almost got. And Cowan winces, oh, this is bad. And court laughs, yeah, it's very bad. 
They found arson, so I had to erase its memory banks. Cowan winces again. Isn't that going to upset the city? And Court nods. Better to deal with an irate customer than go to prison. And Cowan asks, so what do we do about them now? And Court says, hopefully the police will handle it for us. Cowan says, if not, uh, you want me to take care of him, boss? And Court smirks and he says, no offense, Combe, but I think they're a little out of your league. I'll make the appropriate arrangements. You can go. And Cowan puts his head down and quickly exits the office. And Julian Court places his hand on the glass table and the display comes to life. And his fingers whirl over a virtual keyboard. And then on the display, we see the words, Orson backups. And he navigates to a folder labeled contacts and he starts to click his way through it. And finally, he pulls up a document with a list of names and phone numbers and addresses. And he pulls his phone from his pocket and he dials and he listens and then he says, yes, hello, am I speaking with Mia Keegan? And he listens, yes, you don't know me, but you did a job for, um, let's say an acquaintance of mine. I would like to hire you as well. And on that, we cut to black. We'll see you next week for the season finale of Power Play. Thanks for playing with us. Hey everyone, it's Caitlin. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out too. And if you're looking for other ways to support Power Play, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do.